This episode of the Island Green is brought to you by Kerry. If you haven't heard the boys on the pod talk about Kerry, you really should know that Kerry is PEI's first ride-sharing company created for Islanders by Islanders. In a nutshell, Kerry is a lot like Uber, but with more services and more accountability. There are a ton of benefits to using Kerry's. You can track your drive when you book it, know exactly where they are, who they are, who they are, and when they're arriving. Perfect for knowing if you've got time to finish that extra beer instead of waiting by the window. Uh, not only that, all payments on Carry are done conveniently via the app, so no need to dig out the wallet for your last few bucks of cash. Carry's not only for rides, though. We've got food delivery on the app, uh, including Piatto Pizzeria and Whisk and Sugar Bakery, some real estate agents, tons more home painters. Uh, so you can download Carry wherever you get your apps and use the code GREEN50 for 50% off your first ride. If you're going to be taking advantage of some of the awesome decks that are now open all over town with the nice weather, use Green 50 to download Carry to make sure you get home safely. That's Green 50 and Carry. It's time to get carried away. Welcome to episode 20 of the Island Green Um Episode twenty is 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 a pretty pretty good achievement, gentlemen. Well well done on on getting there. Uh, before we even go into anything else, we'll introduce. Obviously, we've got Ben and we've got Nick. But today, for uh, this is actually second time, did we do this with Trevor? Or no, I don't think we've done this before. Where we've had our guest on for the entire we Trevor and Nick. I think Nick Peters. We did, did yeah, because and, we did and, them in person, and Ben did it as well. So without further ado, we've got uh, Superintendent of Country View and recent first-time PEIGA winner, Chris Curry, on the, uh, on the podcast. Not a big deal. A, not a big deal. <laughs> and what's, what's really awesome is that it's like 20 after 9, he's got to be up in like three hours to yeah. mow greens. <laughs> we'll be all right. <laughs> well, well, welcome, welcome, buddy. Alex, you're running the show tomorrow morning, old dog. <laughs> um yeah so i guess um you know there's lots to talk about um what uh what we'll do is we'll just kind of go over some of the things that were you know newsworthy and uh recap the avondale and all that stuff and then we'll get into a little bit more in depth with chris a little bit but uh i i want to start off first the most exciting thing for me that happened last week was my good buddy ian postma he was my partner for the avondale open he went out the day after we recorded yesterday on that blowy, crazy, windy Thursday evening, hit a six iron, 150 on number four at Fox Meadow. Must have been downwind. And jarred it. <laughs> yeah, and jarred it. And um, you could feel the excitement. I actually went up and I was drove the cart down. I had a couple beers and all the rest of it. Well, probably because he was going to be buying. So I went into the you know yes. into the clubhouse and afterwards. But um, anyway. So were you in his, you in his group? Like, no, no, actually, oh, okay. I played earlier, and then uh, I, I went up after just because, uh, I don't know, I love that shit. Did he, yeah, win, did, did he win a skin? Oh, yeah, he won, actually, <laughs> not only that, so we have a, 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 the simulator season over the course of the last winter at Mark Burke's place. He's yeah. nice enough to bring us into his home. I'm in it. And uh, I know you are, but I'm, a lot of people I know, yeah, I know. yeah he, you wouldn't know, I'm just kidding, yeah. anyway, um, but he, uh, um, a couple bucks from every week goes into that, so he... Because it never carried over, nothing went, no hole in one, carried over into the summertime. So he gets that 300, and then he made like 500 off the men's night carryover for the week. Uh, obviously, it's a skin, which was like really diddly. Um, but then he got uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. It was the week of post, well, at least until we reached Avondale. And Posty. Then, then, 
then 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 things got back to normal at Avondale. But you know any holes in one, Chris? I do. Yeah, uh, hole two, Country View. Hole two, okay. just just the one. Just the one. No way. Yeah. Just yeah. Give tournament. Us, or give us the story. Yeah. Just, just a men's story. night. Yeah. Just a men's night. Well, that's a fucking good one. Yeah, I was gonna say men's night. Let's not managed to hold it together, and I think I shot seventy six. Come eighteen. That's not bad because Post did not hold it together. He bogeyed every hole in the back nine. He's hammered. So did you? I mean, did you did you get like you know as festive as you did the other day? Yeah, when there was the, a few a few belly bumps on the tee, and uh, <laughs> we, yeah, maybe a couple double rums come ten. Who was in your group? All the jumpings: uh, Chris Croken, Mitchell Ellis, and Nick Reardon. I believe. Oh, oh man, what a terrible, oh, terrible, terrible, terrible guy. Jamie Curry, I'm not bunch sure. of strangers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's unreal. Um, the other thing we don't want to miss: the rarest shot in golf happened last week. Um, um, do you guys all know Ryan? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What absolute beautician. Uh, had an albatross, golf's rarest shot, number 15 at Belvedere. Um, I don't know. I've never really even sniffed one, so that's – you guys have – no? impressive. Fridley's up. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, not to – Post has two of those. Two what? albatrosses. Yeah. Before a hole-in-one? Yeah. Jesus. Well, he's got two hole-in-ones now, too. Good. Guys, a guys just living the dream. Laser, yeah, not a bad soccer player either. Not a, not a bad four handicap or whatever the hell he is. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. He's I, he's a little lower than that. But um, so is your anyway. round? If you get an albatross but shoot like one of your worst scores, is yeah. the round successful, or would you rather not <laughs> oh, shoot? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Or would you rather shoot your best score and have just like ho hum couple birdies, co-pars? You're Ooh. you're never gonna talk about that average you know really good round or whatever but you'll always have but the best one round. shot i'd have to debate if it was my best round i'd probably trade that i'd take the best round i over, love it over an albatross over albatross yeah 100 percent. so oh, Al- albatross spit. and shoot 84 or shoot 68 with 67 60 whatever yeah. with a lot of birdies and a lot of parts yeah I, like i play golf to shoot low i don't know i like it i don't know i, I that's why Chris, I what do you what do you think New course, you? new course record, yeah, be there if it's a low round, personal best, over an albatross. I I've, I have a two hole in one. Yeah. And like, well, course record, course record's different. If it's course record, yeah, I, I'm I'm there. But if it's just a PB, not just a PB, but if it's a personal best, then I I don't know. I'd I'd rather have the albatross. But I mean, your PB is a good story, just as the albatross is, right? My personal until best you beat shot. it again. Okay. Hey, that's why I was asking. Okay, so it's three against one. You're <laughs> this this, uh, this episode starting off well. Yeah, I have two hole in ones, and like people ask you, kind of like Chris said, he, he didn't remember really who was in his group. You think about, it, you're like, yeah, you know. But I mean, I don't think I'd ever forget if I ever shot under sixty eight. How often do people? How often do you describe your lowest round as opposed to how often that's do true. people ask you about hole in ones? Never, 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 never. Nobody ever asks. No. Anybody know? I they certainly don't ask me. You know, I don't know. You know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was seventy-one that wind on Dunderave last week Thursday. Were you really? Yep. Jeez, Hit great it. score, buddy. Yeah. You were what? Seventy-one, Dunderave last Thursday. I was He's peeking for the golf of Palooza. This guy. Not, oh, that's right. <laughs> golf yeah, of Palooza, right. not a chance. As soon as I heard the McKenzie tour was coming out, but I got a, I went and got a membership. <laughs> I'm, I'm Monday qualifying. Let's go into that too. Because, okay, that's big news uh, for people. That is huge, huge news. Um, we've got two McKenzie Tour uh, events coming. Uh, I'm, I was a little bit confused. So it's one at Brudenell and one at Dunderave. 
Correct. Or is there... Okay. They're yeah, okay. Back-to-back. Back-to-back weeks. Yep. yep. Correct. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I knew that they were back-to-back weeks, but the first one, I forget what it was, a PEI Open or something. I thought there was like a Dunderave in there, and I thought, whoa, okay, is it, are they doing both? But no, it's just uh, Brudenell and then, then Dunderave. So, no, opposite. The PEI Open's a Dunderave, oh. and then they have the Brudenell River Classic at Brudenell the next week. Oh, fair enough. Okay. All right. I wonder All where right. they'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> Brunel Fairway Chalets. <laughs> Do you think we'll have like many Islanders either? I mean, they wouldn't exempt Islanders, right? Like you no, there'll be a few Atlantic Canada exemptions. Will there? Really? Yep. So who do you think would like a Calvin Ross type thing or Steve Anderson? Yeah, to get that bubble he open. Won't, Steve. He can't, he can't anyway because he's not going to be here. He's going to be they wouldn't, back they wouldn't give an, They wouldn't give an exemption to an amateur. That that's true, but the, that's they true. do have a Monday qualifier for each. For sure, day. yep. Yeah, I, I was gonna. I was like, "Hey, Stevie, we'll we'll split her up here, buds." I would love to see him go because I think he's he's got the game. See now, sure. Monday qualify anybody can any amateur any amateur can Monday qualify. But as far as exemption goes, I know the last time Mackenzie Tour came to be a two handicap or less or less. Well, yeah, oh, obviously sure or, or less. less. Yeah, they don't want the same thing as this just happened. At, uh, did you, you must have seen the guy shot 53. They pulled him off the horse. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You got the hook? Yeah. <laughs> Where was this? Corn Ferry. Oh, you should have seen his swing. Is that when the Chris? fight broke out? No, no. no. Same no. event. Save that. It'll be coming. That's a dandy little wow. weekend there. Yeah. Imagine. Listen, man. It's not working out. <laughs> okay, but yeah. back to the McKenzie Tours. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, so yeah, we can't just, you know, get, that's a big one. Yeah, so the PGA Can Atlantic usually might get an exemption or two. So they would go to the top of their points list and maybe give those two guys an exemption. Mm-hmm. And then the the top sponsor, like Brunel River Classic, Brunel would probably get to give out one or two. What about the uh, Country View Open champ I got sitting to my right here? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Like, I'm saying that's big points. I'd be... Yeah, I think you got to take some of your... Cutting cups that morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> take, take some of those Country View winnings there and then just throw yeah, it into... Yeah. Uh, let's get a parlay going here and uh, see if you can't uh, make the make the cut, make the Monday qualifier. But typically in those events, you know, I would say the East Coast doesn't get the, um, the best cream of the crop from McKenzie Tour. They don't come. However, this year being different with they haven't been able to play in over a year, and I think you're going to get everybody from the McKenzie Tour. And plus, it's two weeks, so yeah. they're not wasting a week to come fly out and fly home. Big time. They're going to come I, I stay think, for the two uh, weeks yeah, and play. I agree. I, and I is tend the, to think uh, that they're going to get the cream of the crop. For here. sure. Is the Nova Scotia or Cape Breton one, is that still going? I didn't really look too deep into the schedule. No. Okay. So it's two out east and then... Back to Montreal or something? Um, back west. Okay. So they start central, come east, and then go back west. Cool. So... Uh, what were the dates? Do you guys remember? End of July, first of all. No, 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 towards no. It's after August. August. Oh, yeah, yeah it's definitely August. towards Sorry, the end of August. Sorry, I was looking at that wrong. Yeah. But I mean, that's a long time to set up camp down in Brudenell. Like, you get here on the Monday before the first event, and if you play well, you're, you're here until there. the following Sunday. So you're here, they're here for two full weeks. I, that's why I think people will come because it's like a family vacation. Yeah. You know, they're going to rent out all these cottages and all the rest of it because <gasps> the bubble is opening oh, soon. My game and will be so ready. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We should have we should have like a little internal, like the whoever. No, no we're not going to do that. Jeez, they, you Inter- like, your eyes. Who's going to internal between the three of us and and the podcast will send somebody to to the qualifier. I would not. <laughs> you wouldn't want to do it. I'd I, do it I'd just for the mo- tea gift. I'd never Monday call. I'd never. I wouldn't try. No, no. Ben, what about you? Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you? 
Well, the hell not, Chris? Would you? Yes, for sure. Why not? Yeah. You'll no, get you'll nothing to lose. You'll get everybody. Like you'll get a good list of all PI players. Will try when they qualify. We'll try. I'm trying to think who went to the last Nova Scotia one. Um, I'm pretty sure Jeff Hughes went over. I'm really? almost positive Jeff did. Yeah. I uh, could be making that up, but I'm pretty sure he did. Um, well, he'll be listening to this first, so yeah. you, you can correct yeah. us immediately if we're wrong. When you get to East, po- <laughs> when you get to East Point and you have no reception, uh, send me an email, uh, Jeff, tomorrow. <laughs> let me know. Anyway, good news for the tourists. Like you know, the two weeks of tour of that many people coming to PEI, and like you said, if they bring their families uh, down down east there, Montague, Georgetown way. So, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm actually I'm super pumped because they were going to have that before COVID hit and then mm. all hell broke loose. So I'm glad that that's coming right back on the onto the docket. Nice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we kind of kind of glazed over. Not we didn't glaze over, but you did have something written down here because we were talking about the albatross and all of that kind of stuff. You, what is the what is the oh, yeah. best shot that you have seen live? Because there's a couple people that I've golfed with with that have said like. They've seen like 17 holes in one. I think Cackles might might have seen like 17 hole in ones in his life, Jesus and he's got like Christ. one himself. He's but, just he's just there because he's drinking for free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he actually he didn't start the round with them, but yeah. once he found yeah, out exactly. the little one, he yeah. kind of scooted on out yeah. there. He's got that little red light that goes on when goal scorer <laughs> in the hockey, and when someone gets a hole in one, it says what club it is, and he gets in the car yeah, and yeah. heads, heads he's got, over. He's got a Twitter alert notification on the hashtag hole in <laughs> hole one, one yeah. in Prince Edward Island. Let's, uh, let's start with our guest. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, best shot that you've ever witnessed, um, and not your own hole in one, I guess. Wow, where do you start in that? I don't know. Um, Murph's pot on eighteen last yeah, year to win yeah, the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, that's the, dag- the daggers. Be, yeah, yeah. Um, best shot live. Put you right on the. Well, we don't really need. You could think yeah, about um, it for a second, yeah, give, but give me, uh, yeah, give me some time. On that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Mine's at the. Uh, TPC Sawgrass when I was down there watching yeah. the PGA Tour event. Uh, it was Tom uh, Tom Lehman. He was in the right rough. You know the green there? It's kind of dog leg left, and there's a big creek, and then it's the green. I think it's maybe number four. May, but they flipped the nine, so maybe it's nine, 10, 11, 13. Anyway, one of those. Okay. Right rough. He, he has to punch it left to the fairway, or he's got a line to the green, but he's got to split these two trees. And we're not talking like... A big gap and he talks it over with his caddy and you know with the crowd saying come on like you go for it go for it oh yeah and so he gets at his wedge and he looks left in the crowd boo boo goes back to the bag wedge back in out comes the iron like basically the crowd talked him into going for it <laughs> he splits these two trees like in the middle of the split and there wasn't much room to, to begin with to like six feet it was incredible. Crowds. We had on these ugly shirts. Mernian. I'm gonna car- Mernian. The ugliest creamsicle. We were called the creamsicle crew the whole week. And you know, back like when 2000- your wardrobe gives you a nickname for the whole week. Yeah, creamsicle you know, week it might be an offside. You know, there. 2005, right? The tiger look with the the golf shirts that went down almost to your wrists. <laughs> the wind just like garbage bags you had on. Nice. Anyway, best shot I've ever seen live was that one. Tom Lehman. Sawgrass. Uh, one? Yeah, Mark Carher uh, at Belvedere. I saw him albatross um, number, what's the par five before 15, the one before that? 13? 13, yeah. No way. I saw Carzy dunk it for albatross there, and that was probably the best I've ever seen. You were playing in the group? Yep. No way. Yep. Like, he got, he got it, it was around the corner and just... Just, yeah, uh, hit, I think he hit a three iron dunker. 
Yeah, it was pure. Just as, never as left you the, do. Never left the flag. <clears throat> I guess mine would definitely be Nicholas's grandson because I was, you know, twenty feet behind mm. the green when he had that ace in the Masters. And we talked about that before. But the other one that I kind of think of is um, I was following. This is years ago. I was following the Island Open. They went to a playoff, and I think it was Kevin Duga and Marty O'Brien, I believe. Anyway, and Marty had missed the green on three to the left, and he. Uh, it was basically a back pin. If you know number three, it's basically up like on a, that ledge. up on the ledge. That's yeah. right. And I'm looking at that. And at the time, I, of course, chip and yips. I'm just looking at this like, you know, ugh, the, just I got, you're I got sweaty. You're palms. sweating just looking oh, at his chip. Totally. <laughs> anyway, he, uh, yeah, just took this big giant swing at it, flopped it up right on the green, and it curled in and dunk go. And I'm like, hello. Are you kidding me right now? And the worst part is, is that I don't actually remember if he won it with that shot or if it was just to carry over or if what exactly the situation was but i remember that shot and that was marty o yeah those uh, oyster shucking hands man <laughs> they'll get it done <laughs> yeah they'll get it done yeah. uh i gotta talk to him at some point because i gotta verify that uh you know that that was i was positive that was him though that was when i first started kind of watching some of the other stuff that's when i think that was kind of one of the last besides last year which the island open was fantastic that was like the last year, like there was like pros and, you know, there was a whole bunch of, you know, a little bit more of an aura because it kind of, you know, they didn't have it for a couple of years and all that kind of stuff. I'm so glad that they're all back though. Any talk of pros ever going in the Country View Open? Would there ever be a division? You get a sponsor. Yeah. Anytime. Like that's what I think we need for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't matter. They won't sign up anyway. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll just, yeah. They'll just they'll just hold out and wait for the last two minutes. You'll have to cancel it, and then yeah. they'll all complain yeah. because they were going to sign up. I think it'd be a great oh great my addition. gosh, yeah. yeah. You get, if yeah. they get go out and get a sponsor, and they get ten, twelve guys, you know, it gives them another event to add to their calendar. And the way I think you set it up, everyone talks Friday, about Friday, how it's Saturday. amazing. Friday, Saturday. If if, if you're a P, if you're a PGA member, you're probably not in your shop Friday afternoon. Let's be honest, boys. And you might be there Saturday morning, but geez, take a Saturday morning off and, and play. One of the funnest things I think to do, and I know is going out like after <laughs> me and Fred know, cause we're done early, uh, is <laughs> Deuce, going out. We're the after, dew sweepers. <laughs> <laughs> is going out after though and checking everything out. Like, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I had a bunch of, this could sound, I had a bunch of people when I was in that playoff at the Island Open, right? It was only first division, whatever, but there was a shit ton of people that were watching and you're nervous and you're just like, but you get a little bit used to it, I guess, sort of. But that part of it, like, I mean, you had a bunch of people watching you at the Country View Open. Yep. Like, does it, do you even think about it or you try not to, but you know uh, that they're there or? You know, they're there and you're, you're obviously thinking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I go back to maybe the first time I played Maritime Cup in Mill River. Mm-hmm. And I think I was five up on Nova Scotia and four up on New Brunswick with five to play. Yeah. I don't even think I got a point. <laughs> no. I was the last group coming in, and there was 40 guys standing around. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that was my first taste of uh, the real nerves on the, on the tee deck. <laughs> I guess it, yeah, it, it gets do it. better. It gets better as you get through it, and you got to play in you know a few competitive tournaments to uh, yeah to push push through and figure out what to do. Absolutely. I don't know. That's what I've been saying. It's just I'm, and speaking of which. There's been more than enough talk in the last couple of weeks. There's been a tournament every weekend for the last, I think, what, six, I think, something along those lines. It's bananas over here. I, pl- I played in a Pro-Am once up in uh, Ontario when I was a PGA member there, Pheasant Run, beautiful golf course. So my friend, another PGA member, said, you should come. They're always looking for pros to come play. You play for free, great dinner, all that. So yeah, sounds good, I'll go. So I go and 
we're hitting balls and we're about to tee off. It's 12, 31 o'clock shotgun. And all of a sudden, I get to hear the announcer say, all PGA members over to the driving range. Okay, usually they give us the instructions for the day. This is what we're going to do, scoring, all that. No problem. I see bleachers set up. Not a lot, but their bleachers set up. A bucket of large balls and one station. And all the PGA members getting their drivers out of their bag. And I'm thinking, uh, are we doing like a, a lesson, like a quick demo here? And my buddy goes, no, no, they do a PGA member long drive. Oh dear! <laughs> and you have to participate. Nice. I said, "No, I, I'm not doing that. Not in front of people." They're like, "Oh no, you have to. Like, they have your name on the list. You're already there. You're playing. You do the long drive. It's like the the highlight of the event for the the amateurs. They come and watch these boys just bomb it. Right? They got spotters all the way down the fairway, microphoning back. So you know, 312 yards. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> introducing to the tee, Nick. Fred. Oh my God! When it was my time, when it was my time to hit. <laughs> I can't even believe I got the ball on the tee. I can't even believe I got it airborne. Now, the good thing was it was a super elevated tee deck, kind of like a Fox Meadow. So even if you hit a bullet line drive cut, <laughs> it still looks okay because it's so elevated. You get airtime, and it kind of floats to the right. It doesn't just... Until they announce it back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, I ended up... 197 get... yards. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'd rather hit it off the grid because then they just say... Um, not in grid or right. something like that. So that sounds better. I ended up... That's what you should have been doing, aiming for the sides. Ah, <laughs> <Just, laughs> oh, I didn't have it today, boys. Cut, cut a little. <laughs> anyway, cut, cut a little. I just... I actually nutted one. Yeah. And I held it and it went in play. It was, like, it was like 278 or something like that. But I mean, it was respectable. But the other guys were like in the threes. But I mean, I thought I was just going to top it, duck hook it, do anything. I, I'd never been that nervous to hit a a golf ball in my life just because you aren't you don't know about it you're just sitting yeah. there all of a sudden you guy come to the range and hit in front of whatever 100 people all gather around watching hit no thank you <laughs> i that's why i intentionally play bad at the stand-up open on the first day so that i don't have the crowd follow me the yeah. second day and just get my ground done well you don't want to hire security yeah the app security group that you're talking <laughs> yeah. about that had I, I the same security that uh, had china mickelson garden. and uh, brooks kepka <laughs> I, I can't remember do you remember the china garden security what they were called you remember they? Always, you remember seeing them? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Chris doesn't remember what he was. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were wearing whatever the, the heck they were wearing. They were wearing black. Someone, kicked me out a couple someone, of times. Someone uh, sent me that. That's bothering me. Whatever. I think it's security. apps. A P P S. No, it's not. No. Okay. Source. No. Source security. Source that's it. it. Is that it? Yeah, he was nice. there. That's Chris, a bingo. Nice. Must that have had to cut greens the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I probably looked at your watch, wow. Chris, and said, at this point, boys, there ain't no... Get that curry combo B and hit the road. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no point of sleeping now. <laughs> Might as well just take her to the take her to the morning. <laughs> uh, well, I guess, uh, speaking of competitions, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't recap last week's Avondale Open. Um, I was lucky enough to play with the winners of the tournament uh, on first day. <laughs> First day only. Yeah. Never got somehow never got paired with them on the second day. But uh, anyway, Hashmi and Vessi um, played, and and uh, the first day they were sixty seven, and you know what I, they were, uh, Vessi was, I think he had five birdies and an eagle. Like he was nice. an all star that day. Is it best ball? No, it's better ball, better ball. Or wait, that's yeah. Sorry, same thing. I was thinking you were going to say scramble. Okay, so um, it is it, <clears throat> two rounds of best ball. Yeah, we had discussion last time. Better yeah. ball or best ball? But anyway, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's best ball, and uh, 
For you donkeys out there, both players play. Yeah, yeah. both players play. You, you hole it out, and whoever has the best score is your team score. <laughs> I, I love when they come in the shop. Oh, we're playing the better ball tournament. Really? Are you sure? Yeah, like, I made a putt for our team. Oh, it's a scramble. No, no, it was a better ball. Your company like, tournament <laughs> is a scramble. Yeah, okay. exactly. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I know. Yeah. The Chamber of Commerce event is a scramble, not a better ball. <laughs> Christ, I came out the gate, too. We teed off, whatever, and I birdied. I was the only one to birdie the first hole. I'm like, we're going to kick shit these guys here today. I'm feeling great. Yeah, that wasn't the case. Um, they eagled nine and birdied everything else. And Jesus. anyway... But they, uh, yeah, they had a they had a really good uh, really good time, and the course was. Somebody had told me, I don't know, rumor had it or something that Avondale had gone, uh, had gotten a little worse since opening day. Basically, nothing like it wasn't like in shitty condition or anything. Must but have that, been a, must have been a member. It probably was a member. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Anyway, for, for I got out there. Those of you who can't see, Chris is nodding his head. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, it was in uh, unreal shape. Like I really, really liked the track out there. I loved the layout, and here I am, you know, talking to two guys that kind of run two different, you know, courses. But um, I really loved the track out there. It's challenging as hell. Uh, it's got some fun holes. It's got some, you know, the, it would, the greens were all in absolute great shape. Treated everybody well. They got brand new range balls, which. Oh, Dave oh Bowen must be on cloud nine. Let's just say that was needed. Bowen Bo would be a, on cloud nine. That was a good nine. one. Yeah, oh yeah, he, he probably is. Um, but uh, in a well-run tournament, everything was kind of on time. Did Connor cook steaks? Uh, uh, no, Curtis did uh, oh, day one. Oh, must have been terrible. Actually, no, it, it was it was. Really Martell good. did? Yeah. Jeez, it was fantastic. Got to give him props for for a good cook, a well cooked steak. But he, uh, what's the saying? A, a blind squirrel can find the nut. That, yeah. That's, dog, that's, every that's dog finds you know a what though. Yeah. Every dog only, finds a bone. I don't know. Maybe maybe Connor did them all, and then <laughs> yeah. Curtis was just kind of coming over, yeah, taking 100, credit. 100%. Maybe he was just that, scooping that the potato salad. Sense. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, kudos to them. They they put on a great a great event, and uh, it was it was super fun. And we had you know two really good days for it too, which is. Great Which finishing great. hole, eh? 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice, like, you can uh, sit up on the deck there on a nice day and watch the boys finish. Yeah. Brenda McIlwain, Sherry White was, took down uh, the ladies' division. Yeah, uh, we got to announce just, all Yeah, absolutely, we will. But just apparently there was a little bit of drama there, too, because, uh, not drama, but um, uh, I think... I think Vessi actually birdied the last hole to win the tournament oh, because uh, Gamester Days and of lives type Cody stuff McKay right shot 67. And I think, yeah, like they were kind of clubhouse leaders until the last group came in. So good shooting, boys. Gamester was probably on the range uh, staying loose, was he? Yeah, I think he was, yeah. Look yeah. at the TV monitor see if there was going to be a playoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Brendan McIlwain, Sherry White won the ladies' division. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked, Sherry, long, Sherry. Long ball. Yeah. Long ball, yeah. Sherry Woody. Yeah, I'm shocked. Um, Dwayne Erler and Ricky Knockwood. Good to see Ricky get a... Absolutely. Great to see Ricky Didn't and his teammate well play well. In, did he play Contribute? Like he was on another... I saw Rick uh, working on his game in the loft uh, on the simulator this winter. I did as well. He was ready to rock and roll, I'd say, coming out swinging this year. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to all the winners. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and well done, Connor. You got a great thing going on out there, buddy. And keep it up. Keep it up. Um, well, let's talk to our guest. No, no. <laughs> not yet. Not I, yet. I want to get everybody's thoughts on the, oh. uh, on the on the 
the oh, scrap yes, on the corn ferry <laughs> tour before we talk about anything yes, else. Yes, that's right. That is just such a. I did some reading on it. Did you guys read anything about but the headlines? Like, do you guys get the names and all that no. kind of stuff? I did, yeah. Yeah, so we got <clears throat> the names are out there. Um, they're not really that important. But no. did you hear that? Like the the dad is the like father. A, the <laughs> so, come on. Yeah. So, so we're breaking this to you, like this to you. Yeah, I'm busy, boys. I read the headline <laughs> and carried on. <laughs> well, this is it, and that's that's, that's what I typically do as well. But for some reason, this one was enough that we were like, ah, oh, let's kind of read into this a little bit. So I thought it was Len Curry and Corey Benoit. <laughs> Cody, yeah. <laughs> so the Coles, I'll give you the Coles notes and then we can talk about it. So they're playing in threesomes, the Monday qualifier. One of the players, uh, you know, typically you play in a group. You help people look for golf balls. That's just the thing to do. It speeds up play. So this group had gotten behind the clock a little bit. They had been told, you know, you guys are a little bit slow. And one player in particular wasn't playing that well. He plays in NCAA. Division one or Division two, I guess. And his dad was caddying for him that day. So on one of the holes, another player in the group hits it way left into the trouble. The third player in the group goes and they both look for it. But this one player doesn't help him. Him and his father just stay off to the side and just do their own thing. So they eventually finish out the hole. And after they put out the... Uh, one player kind of takes off to go to the next tee because they were behind the clock and wants to get ahead. So the other guy puts out and says to the person, his father, who didn't help, hey, you know, if you guys helped look for the golf ball, we probably would speed up. That would help. And the dad, I guess, said... Took you know, offense to that, did he? He said something along the lines of like, we're not here to help you look for golf balls or we're not here to, to do this. And they chirped each other a little bit. And I guess the one guy said before he knew it, the young guy, the university kid, was just on him, just right on him, throwing punches, oh. wailing. And yeah, I think it's something along the lines of like, well, if you hit them a little straighter, yeah, if you hit, if you if you kept <laughs> them in play, wouldn't have to. Look we we wouldn't have to worry about yeah. the clock, you know, whatever. So they're wrestling and they're throwing punches and they're wrestling, and the Which third might be said to me at Mill River this weekend, <laughs> by the way. But anyway, continue. And the third player in the group's on the tee. He turns around and sees this, and he runs back to break it up. And the dad pulls a club out of his son's bag, yeah, throws, the, throws and, the putter at him, waves and, it like a and sword, and starts waving it, saying, "Back up, back up! Like, let them go, <laughs> let, let let them settle it." <laughs> so anyway, um, I think Brudenell is going to use the sponsor exemption to invite these two gentlemen <laughs> yeah. and see if they can make the McKenzie Tour qualifier. I heard yeah. that Friday, oh. Friday night socials. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Cowboy uh, Mike Hughes would have to get involved here and teach those boys a lesson. <laughs> so the one player, the, the totally. kid, gets pulled off and they asked the other guy do you want to press charges and he says yes so the police show up yeah, and they I was, arrest him I was him. assaulted yes I do want yep. to press charges so they arrest the one the kid but the other guy gets WD'd so he didn't get to continue they just pulled him off the course as well I guess to get his story and I guess the funniest part about the story was yeah. the third guy in the group so he's <laughs> basically now going back and continuing on number 10 and he's walking down the fairway, and the police show up, and they th- they got in a cart. They drove out to number 10. He's giving a statement on his walk down the fairway to continue hitting his yeah. his second shot or whatever. Yeah, you know, like, you, you think Tiger is kind of mentally strong? This kid is right up there <laughs> yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Given the pl- well... I don't know. I don't know if he made it though. Given a statement's not a good idea, you know. He, yeah, he called some speak, things in this. Speak to my lawyer. <laughs> but yeah, giving a police statement while hooking it into the woods or trying to hit an iron on to Monday qualify. And the, obviously, if you're Monday qualifying, you're not 
you know, you're not in the league yet. You're trying to make your way into the league and like to have this going on in your group while you're trying to play in wouldn't. Uh, Any good scraps good. at uh, Country View over the years? Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of juniors at it there a yeah. couple of weeks ago. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. Really? Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. No way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you find like there's a new, like, because this, uh, I've never heard of this before in my life besides like a YouTube clip maybe once in a blue moon. Is there like a new clientele, like a little bit of a, you know, not so much learned all up on the etiquette type thing coming yeah, up? Yeah, I or? think so. I really? think it's at all clubs, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. A little bit less, a uh, little bit more casual, I guess. A little more casual and maybe, I don't know, I said, you know, anybody that grows up in a golf course, I always had respect. You're around, you know, peers and adults all the time. Sure, um, yeah. But, you know, I think they're pushing the limits a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Got the music going and they start throwing out the mega death and you just get amped up yep. and you just, you know. Surprised yep. me no one ever wanted to punch Mitch Ellis in the face, to be honest. <laughs> what do you mean think, no one ever wanted to? <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think Chris did a few times yeah. in a scramble. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I figured you were going with that. Yeah, so I no, thought if no. you know, Mitch Ellis would take yeah. a run at him. The well, there was dog. the rumor of the Fox Meadow attack, but Trevor wouldn't verify it during our interview with him about the guy pulling the flag out and someone yelling, you know. That's right. You're not yeah. supposed to do that. That's right. A little go. bit of a confrontation, but not, not an actual scrap. Though. No, but Thank you God. do see some funny YouTube videos where the boys go at her. I saw one and it says, like, it's like two brothers. I forget what one it is, but it's two guys going at it. Well, what about, remember the two, the two, uh, the guy that had the shirt off? Remember that clip that was just not even, probably a month ago. And a uh, great, great big fella. And he was, yeah. and he wiped, didn't he take the, he had the, the, the flag going and stuff, like whipping their flag around. Anyway, I don't, whatever. We've run out of our intro things to talk yeah. about. Should we talk about the guy that's sitting over there nice and quiet on the couch? Or I what? think so. We, let's, we'll get him going here shortly with a few juicy questions that we got saved up. Uh, we'll do an I'll do an official intro, but he's okay. been with us for the whole episode. But, yep. uh, you yep. know, our guest this week is superintendent of the lovely Country View Golf Club, uh, an accomplished player himself coming off his first PEIGA victory at the Country View Open, um, a boat enthusiast, uh, politician, is this? Is there nothing this man can't do? Well, we are going to find out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Yeah. Chris Curry, thanks the for biggest, coming on. Biggest turf nerd I know. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> the, the best Curry with us today. Yeah. <laughs> I love Most it. Most talented, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that, exactly. that's unreal we got oh, we got the, the curry boys i love by the way that headline the curry that's boys good. take over the country view open uh ironically I, you used to get well i used to get you confused with you know because i have a brother chris curry and it's just spelled a little bit differently so anyway it's like having my own brother here sitting in our living room um so speaking of the country view open chris how um we talked about this actually on our episode last week obviously we'll talk about the win but i mean how hard was it for you to we're getting right into it. How hard was it for you to organize, maintain the turf, you know, take the registrations? Because you, you do do it all out at the golf course, you know, a little bit of everything. I know you have lots of help and all that. But, I mean, how hard was it for you to actually concentrate on playing in the event yourself? Uh, it's not as difficult as you would think. Um, it's just you're burning a lot of a lot of hours and you're burning the candle at both ends, both, both nights, as you know. Um, but it is. It's just you're there. You're there 12, 14, 15 hours a day. And. You're there to work, you're there to play, and then you work. So just four hours more than a normal day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. what it sounded like. Yeah. yeah, just squeeze out an extra four. It's just you played golf after work. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of rare, you know, to play that morning round. I mean, it's, you know, I usually don't play golf till at least after 4 o'clock. I was going to say, you, yeah. it's, you pretty much the only other time is probably Thursdays. Thursdays, your other round. Thursday, yeah. Once, yeah. once a week. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I kind of want to go back uh, a little bit because, you know, 
how old is Country View now? We are twenty first year. So, and obviously, you know, you've been there for the the whole bloody thing. Um, how did how did Country View come to be? Like, you know, who had the idea to build it? And because it it was kind of, I mean, in my opinion, um, you did it right. Like, you started off like with a smaller clubhouse smaller nine holes and yeah. then just sort of grew the membership base and grew the course and grew the club like how did how did uh, take us through that a little I, bit uh, I, I can go way back i mean sure i go back to the early 70s my grandfather delmer curry uh and yeah. two business partners had built glen afton as a nine hole golf course okay yeah and, heard of it uh, they uh, he continued to buy out his other two partners then they decided to build another nine holes and got to 18 um and then the late 90s with tiger boom and things were starting to go yeah um, he passed away yeah. and my father took over half the business and his brother took over the other half. His brother, uh, Harley, Harley's brother. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they continued to run for three years, I guess it was. And we were trying to do renovations and, you know, try and, you know, pull one way, pull the other. Yeah. And, uh, we tried to, tried to purchase, but, uh, was unsecessful. So we decided yep. to build another one. Okay. So we started nine holes. KG Carroll, just nine, making moves. 1998, <laughs> yeah. 1998, we started it. And uh, yeah. it got to the point where our membership was that strong of, you know, playing 18 holes instead of nine that there were double lap in the tee time that's, you know, it wasn't becoming, you know, successful. You on, knew that you knew the demand was there? Yeah. So yeah. We, uh, we jumped actually earlier than, than planned and uh, actually went earlier on the pro shop as well um, once we became 18 holes. And just keep reinvesting every year to what we have now. What about um, so you have nine holes, a successful, good family operation. What was the vibe like and the feeling when it was like, okay, we're going to take a little bit of a chance, grow, um, and maybe too on the turf side, what went on with the design and and that sort of thing? I'm sure. Oh, I'm curious for sure. Yeah. Well, Bill Bill Robinson was in you know kind of in charge for the first nine. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with nine holes is you need just just as much gear as 18 because you're still aerating and top dressing. And, you know, it, it's a few more hours to mow things out, but, you know, it, it makes sense when you have, you know, 125 acres to look after versus this the 75. Um, you know, it's a couple extra pieces of gear. Um, but, you know, I say the biggest problem was that we had so many people playing 18 holes that our tee sheet was just full. We just, we needed more room. Yeah. So whatever. So if someone comes in, comes in at nine to book for eighteen, you got to put them in at nine and, and eleven. Yeah. And so that tee sheets. The old turn times, man. <laughs> turn times. Yeah. yeah. Turn get times you. get tough. And so I mean, our, our members, you know, they started playing nine holes because we were a nine-hole golf course. But you know, as golf was evolving, and yeah. we were just just on the high of the Tiger boom. I mean, last golf course to be built on PEI. Was it? Yeah. As cool. far as I know, yeah. like I think there's been. Anybody else built since? Couple us. go down. Couple go down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I was well. I was going to ask. So who's responsible for that long ass par five on the back? Whose design idea well, was that? I'd like to punch them right in the face. Bill originally this. designed it going no, counter no, counterclockwise. Fifteen. Oh, counterclockwise okay. on that property, which was again OB right. And yeah, yeah. I, you know, I always said that the you know the front nine. You know, my father. You know, left. He said it's you know I'm a righty. This is not right. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually flipped it around, went the other way, and you know, it, Bill was there for the design, um, the layout, and uh, it was myself, my father, and and Lyle Robinson with uh, finish capers that kind of, you know, brought it all together, and you know, just how did how did you get involved? Like, what was your involvement? I'm sure that you were like a course rat, and you were always there. Is what I'm assuming. You're nodding your head, so that's in that yes, affirmative. But like, how did you sort of start kind of 
getting really involved and you know especially with the turf side like what what you know kind of drove that was more of a necessity or uh, it was just you know it was a family business you know from when my grandfather did own Glen Afton you know I was thrown in a tractor at the age of 11 or 12 I couldn't even reach the clutch I mean they put it in second gear and throw it up 1200 and you just do circles you know uh, 11 life. 12 13 14 <laughs> um, but uh, you know once you're you're at a high school and you're kind of wondering what to do and what you're going to do so I just I took off to University of Guelph and did the short course out there to see what okay. you know what I wanted at a turf and uh, you know the turf industry has changed so much over you know from when I started to, to now it's it's crazy like every year it's changing you know what we did two years ago is not what we're doing this year like it's yeah. there's so much advancement um you know turf quality i find has gotten a lot better with a lot less yeah. um sometimes less is more sure um but uh you know I, you know 2018 superintendent of the year for atlantic canada that was that was a big high for me you know i gone to a lot of the seminars in atlantic canada and watched guys get up and peers and there's been great superintendents i mean Jack Fairhurst is one of them. Um, John Mills. John Mills, you know, Northumberland Lynx. Like Paul McCormick, Paul, the old Paul, mindful yeah. super. Mindful <laughs> super. Yeah, Paul's a great guy. There's, there's loads of guys out there that, you know, any one of them could get that recognition. But it's, uh, it's something I've dived into pretty hard, and especially being a player. Um, they've really taken uh, taken it head on. Over, um, over the last you know, number of years, especially since the uh, expansion, uh, you guys at Country have been known for having pristine course conditions with a pretty modest crew. How do you kind of get to that point? You know, obviously you work a lot of hard hours yourself, dedicated. Uh, but how how does that all kind of come together? And what's what's your secret? Alex like, Taylor does a lot of speed. <laughs> yeah, a lot of speed. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was funny. Somebody had asked uh, Alex and I that I think about last week, and Alex was like. Uh, you need a lot more hydraulics in your yeah. system. Um, but no, the golf course is set up and designed that it's fairly simple to uh, to maintain. We have 125 acres, but, you know, you're not into a lot of string trimming. You're not into a lot of heavy earth moved in that golf course that you're you're needing to get into smaller uh, rotary machines going over hills and burning, burning a lot of hours. Like, we just invested in a rough mower, and Alex cut all the rough uh, last week in eight hours. Jesus. The whole golf course, it was nuts. Yeah, you don't see a lot of courses. I know you run the tractor with the gangs, where a lot of courses go with you know a five-deck rotary, and we, we double out. the time. We switched out, yeah. So we yeah. used to run with the gang more, so now we switched over to a Trimax, which is a 16-foot rotary tow behind, and you can mow rough down in no time. And the quality looks great. Stripes, uh, yep. Yeah. yeah, but I mean... Would you like to have 126 acres and get that uh, person out of uh, behind five there? You know, the OB. I don't know what the relationship <laughs> is there. I heard it could be M mixed. Mr. McDonald. No, no, it's good. Okay. It's good. It's, okay. you know, you got a 480 air per five, four, 460 or 440 from the whites. It's short, but... It seemed like it was 650 when I was playing the country yeah. view the other day. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Yeah. But I know like we're, you know, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, six, It's it's just a great little layout and it's yeah. uh, it's pretty easy to look after i will say this like all the guys that um so like guys like murph and pudge and scotty um who had with they were at belvedere and then a couple of them moved to cornwall and you know all that and they just made sense to 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 go out there and they are complete converts now you know like they love it out there and um and then every time i go out there and i tell everybody like it's such a fantastic uh atmosphere for members i feel like and uh like they they i don't know between like rolling your carts into their little lockers and and just sort of the clubhouse atmosphere it'll, 
got the dogs just hating on Fred right now. He can sense evil. Yeah. That's the next question he's going to ask. Yeah. yeah. Here, I'll let, I'll let uh, Donnie ask the next question here. Um, we talked about it on the podcast before, actually, with Louis Melanson and even last week about private-owned golf courses, you know, putting money back in and making improvements constantly. And Country View was a prime example of always – Money back in, investing, upgrading clubhouse, carts, you always, you know, new, not a new fleet, but 10 new every year until the fleet's turned over. The new gear, we saw in this winter, you painted your whole shop, you redid the whole turf shop over just for more efficiency. Like, is that always something that you sit down at the start of the year and plan two, three years out of what you want to do to make the course and the clubhouse and the experience of Country View better? Uh, yeah, always. I mean, if you're not reinvesting in your, in your business, especially, at, you know, in turf or in, in gear, I mean, you know yourself, you, you sold gear for a few years. Like, if you're not spending 10% of your fleet value, you're going backwards. And, you know, we don't have a mechanic. Um, there's myself and three other guys that, that are on turf. So, you know, we can keep the grease to it and keep the oil change and keep it keep it going. Like, that's, that's when you're mowing. Hard to believe four guys on that turf crew. Four guys. And, you know. So you, you mentioned, uh, Chris, like, things have changed over time with turf. Yep. You know? For for some of the people listening, they're you know they're golfers, but they might not know much about the turf side. What are kind of some of those changes, and you know what has made your life a little bit easier, and and uh, what's kind of you know maybe your your favorite toy in the shop? Favorite favorite toy in the shops? Always the sprayer. Yep. Um, I don't get on it much. Alex has kind of taken over a lot of the spraying. Um, but in, you know, you used to put down a lot of granular fertilizers and be once a month and. You know, especially from us coming from a farming background and back in the in the day when things, you know, kind of got pretty puffy, greens got slow. So now things are firmer, faster. We've gone to liquid fertilizers and kind of spoon feeding, you know, once a week. Or I didn't once notice they were firmer or faster. Yeah. No? No. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That means we're doing our job. Oh, <laughs> they were firm and fast. <laughs> Um, I like. To, by the way, I'll just intervene for one second. But I just remember the conversation we had in the clubhouse. We were saying, uh, you know, and I, I was, I played uh, the Thursday before as a as a practice round, and and of course he'd had all of the, the fairways were kind of cut in, not to where they usually are. So I had the conversation with him. I'm like, yeah, you know, we just, you know, we we cut them in for like the long ball hitters. They, you know, they got to be they got to be straight. You know, like we cut it in around the two seventy, two ninety. Yeah, he hits it about 260, nice and wide at around 260 for Chris. <laughs> be in the short grass to spin it, right? Hey, yeah. Yeah. if you yeah. can't set up the course, I thought cor- it was awesome. I, like yeah. I really like. If you can't set up the course at your home tourney, what yeah. what what tournament yeah. can you do it at? Yeah. No question, no question. But uh, no, this the sprayer is you know probably my favorite tool because it's you know you get the biggest reaction when you put a product down and you know you you want to make sure that, that product that you're either mixing or weighing out is doing what it's supposed yeah, to do yeah, big time. you can you can uh, have a few uh high high rpms in the heart rate a few days uh, do you remember well, obviously everybody probably remembers in atlantic canada when belvedere of course uh had that yeah, issue Mar- Mar- they, yeah, yeah and they and they and they they burned the greens in air quotes i'm saying because yeah. i don't exactly know what exactly happened but do you have any sort of theory, or do you know what happened on that particular? Mar- Mar- not, not to throw anybody on no, the bus, I mean, but Mar- I, I mean, Mar- it, it happened. Know, he's over in, in Newfoundland, there, Clove Valley, and uh, um, Mark's and you know, like a wonderful superintendent, knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um, from the conversations that I've kind of overheard, he, he's done the same thing in Ontario prior to the to coming to Belvedere. So I, 
don't know what happened yeah exactly but it can happen and yeah and i mean you know it happened at eagles glen a couple of years ago and the last nine greens where there's somebody mixed a jug or the jugs can look all the same too from certain suppliers you got to be very careful yeah i mean you're, you're we're talking four milliliters per thousand square feet of product going down breaking bad like yeah <laughs> It, it, you know, mixing in an RV yeah. at the back of the, yeah. the shed. Yeah, it could be as simple as the the tank didn't get rinsed with the previous product that was in there. Yeah, there's a the multiple. I mean, you know, all of a sudden, you know, irrigation could be slower coming on than you want it to, or the sun can break out. But primarily, we're pretty safe putting our our fertilizers down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I mean, arguably, it was one of the probably the best things that happened to Belvedere for with, sure you know and, yep. and all that obviously not financially no. um, but I mean for the green for the golf course itself those greens are you know beautiful now but anyway no I was just kind of curious because I was obviously one of the biggest turf mishaps that has happened around here that we can probably we know of yep. anyway um, do you find that you have to really keep up with like you said what's changing in the turf industry in regards to product what other courses are using and how they're maintaining their courses for less money and and quicker and all that like i know you go to the aga agsa conference and there's lots of probably online stuff you can keep updated but do you have to keep yourself pretty versed on what's new you do i mean it it changes every every week every every month there's something new coming out uh or you're losing products uh we've lost so many products over the last 10 years uh through the pmra and and you know fungicides you know have advanced so much but i've really backed off on using a lot of fungicides like we don't spray fairways don't spray teas um barely spray greens unless i really really have to um so it's you know having the right tools like you use moisture meters in a green so you're not over water and you know you over water you get more fungus and you know it's controlling your for you know fertility levels to maintain that putting surface and keep it as consistent as possible day in day out who was um, I love turf talk. <laughs> <laughs> turf talk with Chris Curry. <laughs> we have a little segment every. That is a great every, segment. Every episode, we get some sponsors, some yeah. fertilizer sponsors yeah. for that one. So for your lawn, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beth's been hounding me about getting the lawn looking a little tighter. Do you have yeah. any tips? I do. Yeah, all kinds. <laughs> when yeah. um, so obviously you know your your father Carl would be you know one of your probably bigger mentors for sure. Yep. Um, maybe tell us a little bit about uh, Carl and kind of how he's kind of took you under the wing, not just in life, but at Country View. And Let's mix Karen in there, too. Yeah, you know, 100%. <laughs> can't forget about Karen. Yeah, I can remember driving back from Florida. We had taken a vacation, family vacation, and uh, you talk about AGSA, and we actually had to swing into one, you know, just as we're coming, coming online to building a golf course. So, you know, Carl, very heavy on the research, very, very, very smart on, you know, coming from a farming background. Um, you know, we did grow 600 acres of crops and had a hog farm. So, you know, very versed in, on, on chemical fertilizer and in growing growing crops versus growing grass um, and was a golfer himself. You know, as as we seen after that open, he kind of threw up a vintage <laughs> photo there. Um, yeah. But uh, very, very detailed. And uh, we'll, we'll post that on the island. Yeah, we got to get that later. picture. That's yeah. a beauty. That, we'll, you we'll guys, yeah, that I later. hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, but. Very, very detailed and say coming from a farming background, there was never tomorrow. It was to get it done today. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. too. And, and moving on to your, your mother a little bit. Like I, I've known Karen for a while and uh, started going to some meetings as a young, you know, golfer or golf person in the industry and you know very well educated and spoke from the heart obviously it's uh, a life passion for them uh maybe tell us a little bit about uh mommy karen yeah well karen's been around the uh the golf business 
pretty much our entire life, uh, even from back in Glen Afton days from running the shop there and right into golf BI as being president and, you know, up doing trade shows in in, uh, in Toronto. Actually, when I was in University of Guelph, uh, a couple of buddies had flown up uh, to, to meet me nice. there and kind of hit up a, a Maple Leafs game there. We'll <laughs> and then maybe some, loud. maybe some Sun Suns afterwards there, in Guelph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> meet Chinese up in the Guelph BI uh, meeting room there. But uh, no, Mom's been around the business a long time, knows a lot of people in the business, and uh, is one of the best at it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing, uh, Chris, <laughs> every time that I think about – you know, you out there in country view, all I think is that you're always at the golf course and be that as it probably is probably mostly true. You took a run at the PC party there a couple, you know, <laughs> years back. I took your head shot and I remember, you know, rooting for you out there, but, um, I hope you what got was, a refund if what that's was the, the case uh, <laughs> from Lenny. Well, I'm fairly sure they're in government right now. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. it would, it would have equaled out okay, anyway, okay. but no, uh, what was the what was sort of your your driving force there? Like, um, is it something you always wanted to do, or was it something that like you know you just kind of thought, yeah, I can probably help out a little bit here? I've always been politically minded, right? Even our, our family a little bit. Thanks for the pins out, by the way. That's yeah, yeah, uh, speaking yeah, of yeah. which. Anyway, continue on. Yeah, um, you know, just you're following politics all the time. It's it's another business. Um, you yeah. know, the island is a business at some point, um, and just you know following where the money was going and what was going on socially and. You know, had some great ideas, which I think four of them are now in government, nice. um, which is awesome to see. I mean, the solar rebate, big yep. one, big yep. one. Yep. Um, you know, just seeing where PEI was going in the future and what we want. And, you know, I had two small kids and in business and in life and paying tax. And I think everybody should pay attention, um, no matter what your political stripe is. Um, you know, it's great to have an opinion and, and talk about it. That's that's the biggest part of Lenny, totally. Lenny doesn't usually have an opinion or like oh, talking yeah. about it, so yeah. that he struggles with that aspect. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, never mind. Um, will you? Uh, was it a one and done thing now? Uh, or? I've been asked that a lot. Okay. Yeah, been asked that a lot. Have you um, answered it any? Uh, <laughs> will I run again? Yes. Uh, will it be right away? I am not sure. It'll depend on where I'm at in my life. Sure. Um, but uh, definitely not done with politics. Really loved it. Love yeah. love going door to door. How many um, memberships did you sell? Not enough. <laughs> not enough. Apparently, not enough. <laughs> if you're not going to vote for me, I got the street ship in my pocket. <laughs> I can cock yeah. Sold out now. Sold <laughs> out. <laughs> sold out now too. Um, but no, learned a lot and uh, met a lot of great people. Yeah, yeah. That's the best thing with PEI. Yeah, yeah. I'd meet, uh, you'd meet a ton of people. I can't. Yeah. I can't personally yeah. imagine going door to door. And here you are. You know, you love it. So it's a yeah. whole different thing. You, uh, you brought up your two kids there, and I was going to ask you kind of. Len did mention you're at the golf course all the time, but let's just say you're not at the golf course. Uh, what does your, does your time away look like? I saw that shiny boat in your driveway, so I'm sure that gets some use. And gets, the, gets a the, ki- use. the kids got some motorbikes, I think. Scooter so bikes, yeah. Is that kind of just relaxed time with the family as your away time? Yeah, try and get home and be home and just kind of, you know, just relax if you can. Uh, at the same time, you're probably rushing the water because you don't want to miss the day. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a busy summer for sure. I mean... So my wife says, you picked a seasonal business. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it's, you know, home life is, uh, can be challenging if you're, if you're running all the time. Um, but again, trying to reinvest in the business that I don't have to be there 24-7, you know. What are, your, what are your winners like? You know, uh, obviously with, you know, are they, do you get a little bit of time off? You get some, some R&R or is it? 
You uh, pick up on something else. Built seven houses, I think, now or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> energy efficient, Len. Energy oh, efficient. Oh, I know. It's uh, yeah. net, net zero. Net zero. Did yeah. you find? Yeah. Big, uh, big fan. Chris, this year, like, obviously, in a, you know, we're in, you know, still in the midst of a pandemic. And, you know, the winter was weird. It was a weird, Very. weird winter. And then, you know, we're obviously part of a golf boom right now. And things are good, looking more positive and positive all the time. But it was a strange winter. Like, I don't know about you, but I felt like we went late last year, started early this year, and it just, it didn't seem like much time kind of went, you know, between last season and this season. No downtime. Yeah. Like, I I don't know, like, today's whatever, June 16th, or, and it feels like August 16th. Yeah. Yeah. My philosophy, even in business and in turf, is you have to close at some point. Um, especially in the fall. I know there's some golf courses that like to go later. Um, I'm not one of them um, because it, you know, it takes two, three, four weeks for me to put things to bed. And I don't want to be doing that when it's froze up and missing applications. It happened one year. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, there wasn't a lot of snow. Um, but at some point, you know, I can go back to sitting in a, in a restaurant on, on a Saturday evening downtown and the owners come over and uh, they were actually serving, and they said, you know, we had asked you guys open tomorrow for brunch. And they had said, no, if if we can't make it in, in six days, we're not going to try in seven. Yeah. So that's philosophy is kind of stuck with me that we'll be open for six months. Get open early if you can. Get, you know, get people mm-hmm. out there. But, you know, come the first of November, that's... And kind of some, like, to that point, there's a lot of golfers, like, and even myself, like, you know, I, I took some cor- uh, courses at Holland College whenever I was there. And, you know, learned from Freddie Forsner and yeah. and Paul. And, you know, now with Robert and Graham, like, I try to get more involved with the turf side. But there's a lot of golfers that don't understand what goes into making that course as good as you want it to be. And, you know, like, even when it comes to aeration or verticutting or, you know, what applications get put on or putting the course to bed, they don't realize, you know, the work that goes into making sure that when you open it up, the next spring or or later into the season there's stuff that needs to get done so that you can enjoy it when it's prime time exactly i mean you know at, at contraview we kind of have the rule of thumb that you know come mid-january or mid-january mid-june sorry uh till you know the 30th of september that's that's my prime time that's mm-hmm. when the golf course is going to try and stay as consistent as i can keep it and it's the golfer's time but prior prior to that or leading up to that we're going to do some things that isn't going to be that nice to play on. Yeah. Um, and, and then again, after, you know, October 1st, we're going to start chewing it up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It was mentioned to me the other day, I was playing at uh, Belvedere, and, and they were saying how, because of the amount of rounds that Belvedere gets, that they thought it would be a great idea to take, you know, one of the, I mean, there's not many downtime, slow times or whatever, but take a few out, like an evening past five, whatever the heck it is, and just shut her down to let the greenskeepers and the super and all that do some actual work on it because it i mean arguably i don't know the the rounds of country view i know you guys have a full membership and i know fox has a full membership and belvedere like that's how booming everything is but there there is no downtime once it starts at some of these courses and and it's like you know you need time for grass to grow you need time for you know can't be trampling on it all the time and all of that kind of stuff what do you think about that yeah the number one killer on on a golf course is compaction is traffic yeah um you know like we talked about it at uh the creek open there was the carts just kind of just just rolling off the cart path up you know and somebody mishits you know short right or short left 
well, what are you landing on? It's it's compacted turf, and it's it's hard to make a pitch shot out of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you want traffic, but at some time, it's is there too much traffic? You know, you, some courses are putting through forty thousand rounds a year. That that's yeah. It's a lot of foot traffic. That's a lot of cart traffic. But you know, you, you can mitigate that in the fall and start. And know. how many businesses are open? Like, you know, fourteen, fifteen hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Like, it's pretty incredible. And you know. Like I'm not one because I love looking after members. Like we yeah. try and do our best to do that, but it's like sometimes you're like, it's not a, it's not your right to always play if it's Thursday yeah. at one o'clock. Like it's not your right. Yeah, it's yeah. it it's tough. It's tough to balance. Um, but you know it's all about educating your members, educating your your clientele, saying hey, this is why we're doing this, and you know it's going to be better for you. This we're we're only doing this for you. And you guys are probably one of the best. Like, I know I follow your social medias and, you know, kind of keeping people up to date with what's going on. Or, I love or, the social media you guys do. Like, I, I'm loving seeing Sorting Earth. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving seeing all of that back. And, like, he just had, like, I think the irrigation system back on. I'm like, what the hell is all that stuff? Yeah, that was cool. Right? Like, you'd never see that turn stuff. Turn it on right now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, oh, you should. Yeah, you should. My, my question to you was, actually, after the, the downtime stuff was, with technology now, you can be at home and and having supper with your family. And if you have to put the sprinklers on or get a light watering, and you can do it from your phone or from an app and stuff, so that must help with at least being able to run home. Before you'd have to be physically at the course to turn the big uh, irrigation on, and then run home and make, to make sure it's turning on was the biggest. In the last couple of years, our, our system was getting pretty old for for me, and just wasn't running as well. You come in at five five thirty in the morning and be like, "What greens didn't get watered? How come it shut down?" and so now, you know, we spent a lot of money, I guess, to get uh, where that irrigation system needed to be, but it's an investment for the next 25 years. And we got some hot, dry summers coming, I'd say. Yeah, we do, and I mean, it's way more efficient. I think we're 22% more efficient. So. You love the efficiency. I love the He's efficiency. He's a numbers guy. He's an oh, efficiency hey, numbers listen, guy. Man, yeah. man after my own heart there, no question. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get into uh, a few quick questions. Ooh. Um, well, first, I just want to ask him about his playing, like, your game's really sharp, man. Like, are you planning on playing more events this year? I know Maritime Cup is you. Ho- are you hosting Maritime Cup this year? We are hosting Maritime okay, Cup. Okay, so yeah. you're yeah. lock for sure. Well, I better be by now. Jeez. <laughs> Come on, Tim. Um, <laughs> Tim might be on the outside. <laughs> Tim, Tim might be. Yeah. Tim might. Tim might be not a playing captain this year. I'm sorry, but he's not playing great right now. So he'll if Tiger will be, be fine come fall. All right, yeah. Yeah. I can't um, wait to get him on the podcast. I, I, I ran into him and Barb actually at uh, Best Buy yesterday evening, and I think he's uh, he's working on he's doing some rehabbing. I think did, in, did in, either in of his Judah. hips or his knees set off the metal detector? <laughs> 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 um, and, uh, you go you go down that team. I mean, you know, twelve guys. I mean, good luck picking. PEI or, yeah. or any of the provinces, yeah. really. I mean, yeah. you can pick from 30, 40, 50 deep, and any of those guys can, you know, come to bat on any one of those days. And that format's phenomenal. It's just in, you I know. I love the team, guys, team like events are amazing. When did you guys host last? Uh, jumping two years ago, three years. A pretty uh, exciting. Went to a playoff, didn't it? Went to a playoff. Yeah. yeah down one. Did yeah. someone drive the green on one? Oh, everybody does that. Oh, <laughs> no. I lay up. No, just joking. <laughs> yeah, Fred hit six iron. I, I hit yeah, iron, so I get a full wedge. Oh, flashbacks from that CPJ, that yeah. PJ. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, host a maritime maritime cup again this year. It's always uh, it's awesome to host that. You know, 
That's yeah. nice that the border is going to be open. So in order to do it too, right? Like, yeah. cause you never, I mean, that, that must be, you know, both you, Ben, like that must be huge news last week, like to get, uh, another, you know, I mean, I know the memberships are all in great shape and all that, but like to have that, uh, visitors coming over the 23rd, I'm sure you both are kind of like, yes, big time. Yeah. Big time. I mean, for us, I mean, you know, a different model between Ben and I, um, we're more the, the cottage, you know, local family and cousins and, and brothers that are coming home and playing where I think Ben gets more of the four, eight, 12, 12 back going to the, the North shore to play. Yeah. We up to, uh, we're up for trading if you're interested, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, you know, we still have to realize we're pretty lucky in PEI in the middle of a pandemic, I guess. So yeah, to see that open up a little bit earlier and, you know, get Canada day in there and, yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I for one, I'm pumped. About it, it. It's strange. I, I just got uh, before we jump into some some quick questions. For, yeah, no, for Chris, I mean, like, it's all it's all up in here. Like, you know, we we spoke a lot, especially you know last spring. It was so much uncertainty. Like, it's so crazy. Like where we looked at where we are now to where we were even 12 months ago. Like, you know, now it's kind of you can see a little bit of the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm not saying it's full on. Uh, right but uh we're we're getting closer like last year was was so strange and like i know you know for myself like not being you know a family business or not you know part of owning or anything like that but you know whenever you look back to you know even saint patrick's day last year where was your guys' head at like well we we had a conversation it was uh, me and a couple other superintendents um it was like you know do you open do you not open? You know, do you open and, and lose a half a million, or do you stay close yeah. and lose a half a million? Yeah. Like it was, uh, it was a, it was a real conversation that we we're, you know, ready to have. Um, but you know, the people that are making the decisions had no idea where we we're going either. Yeah. That like everybody was in that uncharted territory. As I don't like to say that anymore, yeah. but a lot of uncertainty. Which way it was going, how it was going to go. But uh, you know, I found this season to be a little bit easier yeah. um a little quieter though i think on, on our front um not as much serb and yeah the teachers are in school yeah 100 yeah, percent. yeah like I, I like i don't know about you chris like i find we have maybe some more members than we've had but the rounds they don't seem to be playing as much as they did no like no, i think we, we have the bodies but not the the rounds yeah i think members have played 43 percent more golf yeah last season which is great i mean great to have members and have a good group of members there to play, but mm-hmm. everybody still needs green fees to stay stay alive and keep the membership price down. Hundred percent. Yeah. Who's your favorite scramble partner of all time? Oh, I'd have to go with my buddy uh, Mitchell Ellis. Oh, yeah. I was wondering yeah. if you were going to oh, go yeah. with Mitchie. We might even be undefeated in scrambling. There. Whoa! I get Tim to check that. Yeah. Like in all the like the two man scramble events. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Pretty solid for points. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Of course, they only enter one a year. So uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well. We might have lost one in Newfoundland. Oh yeah. well, no. yeah. Jeez, yeah. take it, take it to the road. That had nothing. <laughs> that had nothing to do with that. being in Newfoundland. Yeah, it had nothing to do with Street. the game. George, George Street. <laughs> All right. Well, having said that, my next question was going to be, um, and again, this is kind of putting you on the spot. The most fun you've had at a golf tournament, if uh, you couldn't I'd think of one on the top of your head, probably I'm thinking an off island one, but oh, I don't know. Newfoundland's way up there. Yeah, yeah. Maritime Cup in Newfoundland, we won. Yeah, yeah. P- uh, Murph was on that team, yep. I think. Yeah, yep. that's only what two, uh, three years ago, maybe something, something like that. that. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, and uh, it was the worst part because the boys had left early to go play in in Atlantic Canada and uh, caught a flight at a at a Halifax, 
And of course, I'd stay late and work and get a few extra things done. So I flew out of Charlottetown. So I actually missed the boys like all evening. Caught up with them at two o'clock in the morning downtown. Oh, that'd and, be fun. Uh, Played catch up there. Drove them home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would, yeah. yeah but the, no, Mar- I've never seen pictures and stuff, and they, and they continue to tell the stories about that trip. The, yeah. You know, the hospitality that those guys put on. Yeah. Um, just hilarious. Uh, biggest pet peeve um, working in the golf industry. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Now that you're allowed the pins in. <laughs> um, biggest pet peeve. It's got to be the drive cars for me. Yeah. I think it is. Yep. It is. It's just. In what I, way? Uh, just pulling off car pass. And it's a simple thing. Okay, I was going to actually, like, that's, I'm glad you said that because, yeah, it's, it's, you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now, stop pulling off like you're parking at the Burger King or something. There's no tractor trailers on a golf course. You don't have to pull over. Yeah, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't pull over for the funeral procession, don't be pulling that's off the car path. Correct. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't pull over for yeah. the ambulance coming in the wrong direction. And, it's, and it seems like a, yeah. a, a small misdemeanor, but, you know, you start running through 100, 120 carts a day, you know, yeah. four tires per cart. Do it's the math so foolish. per week. It's something and, so foolish. And like, to say it? that's where stuff gets trampled, and that's the weakest part of the grass, and that's where everybody hits short left, short right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, I, that's probably I, okay. It. I yep. figured that would be yep. that would definitely one be one. Yep. Your uh, favorite golf course on PEI that is not Country View. Hmm. You best answer right here. <laughs> He is, sta- he is sitting dangerously <laughs> close yeah. to Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. uh, I always scored well at Eagles Glen. Uh, I don't like. I don't get out and play a lot of golf courses. Yep. Um, you know, but you know, beating it around the creek there a couple weekends ago was pretty good too. Yep. Finally found where I was going. Yep. Um, I think that what led you to your Country View Open win yes, was yeah, the warm up at yeah, the creek. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I thought it was the three three new golf clubs I dropped in two hours before teeing off. <laughs> yeah, you, you said that. Eh? The driver was one of them, wasn't it? Driver three wood hybrid. Yeah, dro- yeah. drop them in, just go win yeah. a tournament. Not yeah. a big deal. Big yeah. shout out to the club manufacturer, Titleist, yeah, Mister Irwin. Yeah. 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 Mr. Irwin does not usually disappoint. No. Yeah, he disappointed no. me by not coming on this podcast yet. Yeah, new putter in the we'll bag at the creek, too. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah well done. Yeah. Um, I Favorite golf golfer when you were growing up? Who was your idol growing up? I asked this a number of times. You get some, a lot of an, uh, obvious answers, but I feel like you might have. Adam Constable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite golfer growing up, Jeepers way back, Greg Norman. Okay. Ooh, yeah. The shark. Yeah. Ooh. No yeah. way. Big, really? Big yeah. hammer on him. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the more now. Hammerhead shark. <laughs> Lucky bastard. Yeah. Uh. Greg Norm was around my my younger years. Um, I didn't. Catch, okay. So I, like because that was Freddie Couples too, right? Yeah. Like, and you always like Greg more than Freddie Couples. Most people so love Freddie. Freddie kind of ticked me off when he was at Crowbush. He didn't sign my hat. Everybody else did. Ooh. No way. Yeah. Screw you, Freddie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the uh, Norman outlet? Maybe he didn't see you. Oh yeah. <laughs> you the Norm over by cows yeah. and uh, yeah. the little causeway there. Yeah, the North River Cause. Yeah. You remember the I outlet? Yeah. 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 Oh, you say a that. A lot of good shark stuff in there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I uh, I wasn't a tiger fan back in the day. Okay. I wasn't. I didn't catch the tiger boom as a positive. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, sure your now, whole livelihood now. and uh, yeah. the golf course, but. So who did you go root for back then? Kind of all over the place. Um, but until I seen Tiger Story coming back, I guess it was probably, was it three years ago when his documentary came out? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Became a bigger, big fan. Yeah. Really? Big fan. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. walking again. Yeah. We saw he is, him. Yeah, he's walking again. 
what is it 2023 now? Masters champion. Well, yeah. the um, like we'll probably we'll get into it, but the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines this week is uh, yeah. the last time they hosted was 2008 when Tiger won on one one leg. Yep, and you know, in, probably in my life that was you know one of the events that like I'll always remember that that putt like incredible. Yeah, yeah no. And then you know people forget that went 19 holes in the playoff. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I got mesmerized the other day. They were talking about Tiger's best shots at the U.S. Open, and there was a bunch of hole-outs and a bunch of putts and all this. And I'm looking at I remember them all, obviously, yeah. but I just, I'm just i looking at them going, holy shit. That's in one round. That third round where he highlight. made the two eagles and yeah, hold that 50-footer for eagle the, and then the, just the laughed hand, about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, oh, my God, you had it going on. Um, this one I wasn't quite sure. Do you want to take over Country View at some point down the line? Way you know your parents won't listen to this, so don't worry about it. But no, they they must know. Is that uh, is that sort of the direction that you you'd like to go? That's where we're, that's where we're headed for sure. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. nice. Yeah, kind of taking taking the reins here. Probably three years ago now, and uh, you know you're, you're trying to do a few things outside the box. Um, you know, don't get too aggressive, but you've got to change a few things. Like our street chip was was a big big deal for us you know kind of holding on to a few uh recreational golfers a once a week kind of guys and tell us tell us what the street chip is so just in case anybody's listening or you know whatever it's a it's a street membership is how i come up with the name is street ship yep. um you're a member off the street so you pay 149 dollars plus tax gives you a, a card identification card yep. and you get half price 18 hole green fees all summer and net rates on cards unlimited play yeah, and those are selling well. I mean, I've heard they're of they're so, sold out. Just bunch sold out of people. today. Yeah. Don't call. Yeah, yeah. Don't call and ask about one. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Is that like the streets of the Afton Club? Is Street, the Afton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, now, uh, do your boys? Are your boys into it now? Like you were when Carl started? I know they're probably younger than that, but I mean, I saw your young fellow driving that tractor just like you probably did. We, he's he's starting. Rough, he's so. starting. Yeah, yeah. He's eleven, so he, he'll start. Start. You know, he's got a dirt bike to pay for now, so he needs... Pick some range balls, clean some cars. He's learning for sure. I mean, it's a great spot for him to grow up. It really is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We talked yeah. about that before we came on, just yeah. like the respect factor, and you're around adults, and, and you yeah. learn to be respectful, and he's learning the trade. He's a kid of it all, yeah. yeah. He's learn, and he's learning hard work pays off, and, you know, long hours, and he sees you putting them in, so, yeah. no, that's awesome. That's good. But yeah, no long, long, uh, long-term long goals are to, uh, to hang on to it, and... Keep plugging away. Uh, is the net zero home all you uh, all you thought it was uh, when you originally built it? Yeah, and more. No I way. That, okay. And more. I thought yeah. that was your handicap. That was my handicap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he built it when his handicap reached net zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been it's been huge. I mean, you have electricity bills at thirty two bucks a month. Yep, just um, the just the service charge. Yeah, the site of mine. Plus HST. Plus HST, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the electricity that you're creating. Yeah. We won't talk um, about it. But well, you uh, got to support the rest of us. That's right. <laughs> right. Somebody's got to pay that. Yeah, transmission fees. So um, your your home is, um, when it is net zero, meaning that, you know, you basically generate as much as you, you use, uh, a lot of that is heat, um, but... How did, because there's a lot more people getting into solar panels now. I'm getting, I don't know, I'm sure you are too, but getting more questions kind of like every day. You know, twice, you're, you're the twice solar a week. Pan. Twice a week. Oh, I get, yeah, exactly. Then it's about the same for myself. Um, yeah. Now, how big of an array did you build? Because I know the home itself is very efficient, um, but how big of an array do you got on the top of your Nine, home? 9.27. Not crazy. No. Not crazy at all. No. 
And that's enough to power the heat pumps and... 98% or near near zero. You never want to be over the top because you don't get paid for them here in PEI. Right. You don't want to be paid for them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when we go to build again, will I do the same wall assembly? No. Um, we'll change it up a little bit more again. Um, we just recently did a build, not last winter, winter before, um, just as a spec home. Changed a few things, and it came in at just about the same number, so... Nice. Curious with about half the cost. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's awesome. And I'm sure that more people, as yeah. soon as, especially with the price of building itself being up so high anyway, I mean, if you can save money on the ongoing, you know, uh, ongoing bills and stuff, I mean, that's why it's so yeah. popular. But I mean, the golf course, we're installing 40 kilowatts right now on the roof. Are you? Yep. Good yep. for you guys. Panels, panels landed two weeks ago and they're pretty well ready to go, I think, tomorrow with the first panel to go on. Yeah. Um, so that's stage one. I mean, yeah. that was another purpose of our irrigation system, flipping out to electric motors. So we hope we can get it to near zero, the whole course. That's kind of the plan. Yeah, good for you guys. Yeah. Um, PGA tournaments. Uh, we never really got to ask you, and maybe the answer is none, but I'm sure, have you been to PGA tournaments? Have you gone and witnessed and all that kind of fun yeah, stuff? Yeah, I can... think I was at Spieth's first win at Innisbrook. I was there that no way. week. Yeah. Yeah. That would be... <sighs> Was it 2017, 18? No. Um, oh, yeah. I think in 2014. Must have been memorable. Long, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. 5.30 is coming early tomorrow. Yeah. Getting older. <laughs> Getting older. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you haven't yeah. been to many, just like just a, just a handful type just thing? A handful, just a handful, yeah. I've been a few yep. LPGA and yep. a couple of PGA, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. No, I'm yep. just going to come I keep trying that. to get tickets and then just see you win the Augusta ones. I'm like, come on. Yeah, well, actually, it wasn't me. It was oh. my wife that oh, won them, go. actually. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. I'll have to get on my wife to start something. Do you have a bucket list one? If you if you, if you could go to one like a Ryder Cup or uh, or a or Masters or U.S. Open, what one would you want to go to? Waste management, 16. I'm Ooh. like, hey, before I get too old, before I talking. get too old, take Ben with me. Yeah. The yeah. Island Green does the waste management? Yeah. yeah. I like that yeah. headline. That'd be one. I mean, I, Augusta, I, a, I got some contacts, boys. Been there yeah. four times. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to get, I mean, cheap tickets, 25, 30, they're, it's, 30 bucks. It's stupid and expensive. And yeah. the only thing that you're kind of giving up to get on 16, you just got to give up some hours of yeah. sleep because you, you get there early enough, you run in and you get on 16. Yeah. I don't think getting up early is going to be an issue for Chris. No. He's, he'll be That's all right. That's a good point. He'll day be waking one, day everybody two, up. Day three, it's debatable. <laughs> he'll be waking us yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I was thinking that you'd be like masters, no question, just yeah. because of the turf side and like just your interest in how that's built and and you'd be you'd see things that most people I feel like wouldn't. Yeah, well I mean anybody that's following They have 140 uh, times the staff on the yeah. turf that Chris does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you've they, seen pictures of Augusta they right got now, more staff on what one they're renovating yeah, and how I, the golf course actually looks and what those guys are capable of doing. Yeah, I saw that today. 24 to 48 hours is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Aurora Earth or something? I saw, I just I noticed yeah. that the picture. And I'm like, Ooh, how they have 255 Alex Taylors on staff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I really like how they bring in all these people from like for this week's U.S. Open. They were doing a bunch of media, and they'd have like a guy who cuts greens in Maryland somewhere, and he applied to be yeah. a U.S. Open greenskeeper. And they bring him in, and he's cutting greens for the U.S. Open this week, or some. Young young guy in apprenticeship in who knows where in the states, and he f- gets to fly in. His club sends him. He's he's gotten greens for a U.S. Open on the Walkies. That's like should, that's what we should do next year for the PEI tour events. Yeah, like Graham Ma- Maritime Gra- Cup. Gra- yeah. I'll take yeah. anybody yeah. from Maritime yeah. Cup this Graham, fall. Graham, Robert, Freddie Forrester, <laughs> hey. Paul, Chris, er- Chris Wallace. 
get Wallace over. <laughs> Listen, that's the only reason I want the bubble to stay closed. For <laughs> <laughs> Chris is a huge Chris Wallace is a huge Chris Curry fan. Every time I talk to Chris, he's like, Wallace, "Oh, that Chris Curry! Oh my, he's yeah. hilarious." Yeah, another guy that works extremely hard, extremely hard. Yeah, La- jokes around a lot, but he puts in the hours. He does. And yeah. he, he he knows what he's doing too. Yep. All right. Well. Uh, we we touched on the PGA, so now I feel like we should talk about like what's on tap this weekend with Tory Pines, the U.S. Open. Um, I always get Tory Pines confused with Pebble Beach. Like in my head, when I'm thinking 18, I'm like, oh, the par five. I'm like, wait a second, no, it's a different par five. Tory Pines is Pebble without Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot about Tory Pines. Like I can't think of all the holes in my head. I only know 18 because of the pond in front. Public golf course, baby. It's 30 bucks. For if you're a San Diego resident to play that, thirty bucks. Really? To go play Tory Pines. It's more expensive to go to the San Diego Zoo than it is to play (laughs) Tory Pines. But there's only one tiger. Come on. Um, But yeah, public golf course. But I mean, once I see maybe them play the first, I'll remember some of the holes. But I don't watch the Farmers Insurance, to be honest with you, even though it's at Tory, except Patrick Reed and the rules and fiasco this year. But Tory's a phenomenal tournament course. Great pair of fives, thick, rough. Like, it's a great tournament golf course. I'm looking forward to this week. What was the winning score when Tiger won it? No, wait. He was, oh, they were over par, weren't they? No, he wasn't over par. I'm pretty it sure. It was close to par, though. It's Tiger Woods, man. Because he had two eagles. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, what I was going to want to, you know, I was kind of curious. Uh, obviously, we'll get to our picks here. And, uh, Chris, just to put you on the spot, we're going to ask for a pick from you as well. Yeah. But, um, do you guys think that it's going to be one of these like over the power of the golf course type winners this week, or do you think it's going to be someone that's I'm not going to say shorter because they're none of them are really short, but or uh, focused on like shorter and more accurate? I I want to say I hope it's someone shorter and accurate, but I don't think so. I think some I think like put this way, bomb and are you looking at it like a Corey Connors type player, or are you looking at a DeChambeau. like a Bryson DeChambeau type? Player? I think a DeChambeau type player is going to win. Okay. All right. What do you think, Ben? Uh, I think it's going to be a mix of both, to be honest. I think you're going to have to hit it hard, far, and especially to like get out of those tricky, uh, rough situations. But if you look like uh, Patrick Reed won uh, the last uh, the Farmer Insurance this year, yeah, I think it's someone like Patrick Le- Reed. Like, not saying he's going to win, but like someone that you know gets it out there, but has that grind to them. Like as much as Patrick Reed gets the bad headlines for lift, oh, yeah. lift clean and cheat or whatever you got going on, yep. But like he's got that grind, and I think that's what you're gonna need to win this week. Is you're gonna have to hit it hard, straight. But whenever you're in trouble, it's minimize that damage. That's the kind of player I think is gonna win this week. All right. Well, we're, we'll get to the picks here in a second. What do you think, Chris? Do you think uh, do you think it's gonna be a more accurate or a you long gotta be ball straight? Or? You gotta be straight. You think it's I mean, more, you've more seen accurate? Pictures of that rough. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. You're, you're not yeah. getting a six iron out of that. You're yeah. You're jamming seven or down. Like you're you're penalized a half a stroke or a stroke, I think, if you're not if you're not hitting fairways. Kind of like the uh kind of the, the little view. fescue there in country <laughs> view on the right side of that hole I was talking about. <laughs> um do you guys uh, do you guys catch that any news on that Wilco Nina Bar? The the soup I, I said I butchered his last name. Yeah. Um three sixty three sixty two. I thought it was an Nanaimo bear. Was no, that what you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love an Nanaimo bear. Oh. Uh, if you're offering, crushing an Nanaimo bear right now. Averaging 360 off the tee. I read a little bit about him today. Jesus averaging, wow. and um, and he he's only played like a couple of times in uh, North America. 
last time he was here he won i don't think it was like a pro event i think it was probably like a web.com or something along those lines but um he yeah he is apparently like one of the headlines there coming just to showcase because he's super straight he can hit it 400 yards jesus and you know like a guy like that you're like well geez if he's got any short game at all you know like what's the putter like exactly u.s open you got a putt yep what's the putter like yeah, oh yeah, no question. What no What's question. your ideal winning score for a U.S. Open? Do you like that? Well, I think we've talked about it before, but I mean, do you like that even par wins the tournament, or do you like it to be you know eight, ten under? I like eight. Yeah, eight? I think eight's a good good number. Has to be birdies. Got to yeah. be birdies. Yeah, got to be exciting. Yeah, I like yeah. eight. Like eight, eight kind of that. That way you mix in a seventy-two, seventy-three, but then you have that seventy, like sixty-seven type round in there to kind of keep you going. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like you know if you shoot two under every round you're you're in the mix. I like that score. I got four under. That's my that's my bet. I know, but I don't want car. I know I said before I like carnage, but when I say carnage, I mean like even four under for four rounds is pretty good carnage going that's on. That's true, I guess. Even par four under, yeah. It's like like Chris said, true. You need birdies. You don't want guys ten footer for par at all day long and they miss it by those greens are going to be so hard and fast compared to January too. I, I watched some video about Kakuya grass for like a half hour. So I could talk about was Kakuya grass, but I mean, it's, I guess Kakuya grass is dormant in January. So it's more, um, whatever the other grass that grows in the rough. But now <laughs> that the Kakuya is, it's way different to play out of than the normal stuff. It's, it's the Indica versus the Sativa. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> It's thicker. It's hard to get it. Like Chris said, you're not getting six irons out of it if you're not, you know. So, I guess, yeah, two, three. I'm good with two, three for a U.S. Open. Two, three. Chris, what do you think? I think lower. You think it's going to be lower? I think it'll be lower, yeah. You think guys are getting just yeah. too damn good and they're just going to. They're getting good. And I like seeing a golf course set up where you can, I say, be two or three under and make birdies. And if you're not hitting it straight, you're going to make a double. Yeah. Um, that's how golf courses, I believe, should be set up. But you do hit a good one, then you can attack. Get there. rewarded, yeah. 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 And some of these pictures I know, like, when they say show the ball dropping in the rough, they go to the weirdest part of the course where oh, no player's ever going to play, yeah. Yeah. and they drop it to show it. Whereas if you hit it in the right rough on some of these holes, it's trampled from the fans, it's cut a little bit shorter than everyone thinks it's going to be shut, and they can get the club on it. Like, they're going behind these greens and dropping it into the most random spot just to show how thick it is. But I mean, and the Kakuya grass, too. Like, you can have it sit up where you're almost trying to not hit it too high in the face. Like, t balls. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that can be a problem, too. What's your favorite major to watch, Chris? Oh, like Augusta. Yeah. Gotta be Augusta. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Nah, U.S. Open. Yeah. So you're 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 hot and horny about this week, yeah. are you? Oh baby, <laughs> but Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup's up there for me because I love that team. Ryder Cup, we yeah. have a huge Ryder Cup at our. Home I, I enjoy the Ryder Cup when it's on American soil, just because of the TV times yeah. are a little bit more Favorable. manageable for us. Drinkable, drinkable, yeah. Drinkable. <laughs> I I love I love when the U.S. Open is on the West Coast because the coverage comes on at like five o'clock. So yeah. you put the kids to bed or you have supper and then like. It finishes at like nine ten at night. You can sit back and you don't have to give up your Thursday, Friday, Saturday to watch it when it's on from seven in the morning till. Looks like Beth's watching Grey's Anatomy again. <laughs> <laughs> I love when it's on the West Coast, especially Father's Day Sunday. Yeah. Like, okay, I want my supper, and then you catch the last, the whole, almost the whole round from six o'clock on on a Sunday night or something. 
that that team event that you had of country view like i tell people about that and i only i've never witnessed it but i somebody uh might have been mitch might have been what team event the, the big rider cup uh event that they have blue, at country blue view. versus red blue versus red and okay I, you, I remember you telling me one time that there was one team i hope to god you're not on the red team no it's just better <laughs> That <laughs> <laughs> that you uh, or I'm well, surprised one it's team blue, stays blue in versus cottage. green here now, Chris. Yeah, what's that? He's gonna have to switch to blue versus green here well, now. Well, I don't know what that. <laughs> but uh, Matheson's Cottage, maybe back in the day. I don't know, maybe. But anyway, and and at one point, like they were bagpiped into that, that was from Dave Conley's house. Oh, yeah. Dave Conley's Dave place Conley's, right across the yeah, street. The there, red team. They come up in full tartan, full red. Bagpipe in. Campfire Dave. Campfire Dave. Right to the pro shop, in, into the pro shop, full bagpipes. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that to me is just what makes a course like a banger, you know? Like, that's unbelievable. We God. couldn't top it. We haven't been able to top it. No. no. Every year. Like, Was it like a su- total surprise, by the way? Complete. We're like, where is the red team? Like, because we do a Friday night draw, right? No. We don't play Friday night. We just come out, have a beer, do the draw, so you know what time you're out the next day. And it's pairings back and forth, like true Ryder Cup style. And we're wondering where they are. And all of a sudden, you hear this bagpipe. I'm like, Oh on. my God. Look no down the driveway. Way. Here they are, turning up the highway, coming up the driveway. Walking up? Yeah, walking up. Behind the bagpiper. Being piped That's in. legendary stuff right there. I see that, that to me, that we could have skipped the whole interview and just yeah. told that story. <laughs> and was, many others. That's very, unbelievable. Very, very impressive. Yeah. You yeah. have to win if you're bagpiped in. Yeah. And, and? win. And? Oh, I think they won. They were on a streak of like six in a row. We couldn't shake them. Really? Yeah. But it's been leveled up now. The last four or five years, the blue team's come strong. Yeah, yeah. It's come strong. You really should have bulldozed Dave's house whenever you put the second nine in. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. We, need, we need it for club championship yeah. on Saturday nights. Yeah, it's yeah. fair. Oops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The operator of the uh, uh, backhoe. Bulldozer, yeah. Bulldozer yeah, just yeah. made a left-hand turn by accident. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, well, well let's... Um, should we go into our picks? Already, we're having so much fun. Well, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> no, listen, I just I like keeping things going, boys. Yeah, I, uh, I know. just making sure uh, that we. Uh, I, so to recap, last week, um, uh, pretty good showing by BK, but an even better showing by the guy doing a fist pump and pointing to the sky and everything else over there. He had Tyrell Hatton, who won four hundred and eleven grand. Um, Harris English. That's two made cuts in a row for the big man. Hey, he was 125. And, and I'm keeping my uh, my big dogs for later in the season. Okay, yeah. And well, the that, majors. But that, that was a great it, pick. It actually. doesn't. I, I was thinking about this because I listened to the episode back. I'm like, it doesn't matter when you use your big dog. It's how much money your big dog gets you. So I guess my question would be, I don't know about that because there's ten schmill on the line in the tour championship. That's true, but I mean like. That changes things. If you would you rather take a big dog in, like, say, a U.S. Open, where he's got to fight the other big dogs, or do you take a big dog in a, in off, a sponsors, off week event uh, that you yeah. know he's going to finish good at a Brudenell Championship? The fu- would you take the Fridler in the Dunder or in the PEI <laughs> Open, <laughs> right, or do you go right. with an actual McKenzie Tour player to try and get some money? Yeah, no, it's, I think that's a bye week. I don't think, <laughs> Listen, I'm done talking about it because I'm not giving any of my strategy away. Okay. All right, well, then let's uh, let's hear your pick there. I'm taking the COVID kid, Johnny Rom. You're taking Rombo. Solid pick. Did you take him already? No. Uh, I, you know, if no, you I, did, I, I, I'm... I took Hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> Hoagie the bogey. 
Your Justin Thomas swinging a whiff is just huge. That's going to loom large by the end of this whole oh, season here. Oh, that's a here. bogey. But, uh, Frid, you're, you're making a last-minute uh, call. It's like you haven't thought about the U.S. Open all week. No, no, It's your no, favorite tournament, and you don't even have a dog in the race that you've been oh, thinking about. Oh, I'm ready. I'm just looking around. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm taking uh, Xander Shoffley. Okay, good. I was afraid that you were going to take the same dog or horse that I have. Uh, I am taking, I am, and I, it's reluctantly, because I can't understand, I don't know if I like him or hate him yet. Len takes Phil Mickelson to, no. That's funny you say that, because I'm taking Bryson, actually. I'm not taking, I'm not taking Phil. But I am going to take Bryson, because I'm on the ladder. I think that, you know, he's been playing pretty good. He's fired up, hits it a long way, and he'll find it, and, you know, uh, there'll be enough people that he won't lose his ball like he did at the Masters, and away you go. Uh, Chris, our guest, what do you oh, think? I have no idea. No? <laughs> to be honest, I have no idea. Is Mitch Ellis in the field this week? Yeah, Stritchy could pull it <laughs> off. Um, you know, one guy's probably not going to win, which I'd like to see win, and get me, you know, Rory. I mean, Rory's, yeah. Rory's great for the game of golf. That's where I'm at with him. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, well, he's got his first or first win in a little while there yeah, a couple of weeks great, ago. Great so. ambassador for the game and good karma, so... Yep. Well, throw him a bone. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Did you see uh, the news? Love uh, it. I don't know if it was yesterday or today, the news about the... Uh, the green, uh, green uh, reading books. Are yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to ixnay those. Yeah. Who was it that just went on a tirade Speed about those? Play. Yeah, big time. Somebody just said that they should be banned. Like it was a, it was a clip, and it kind of got the ball rolling on that. Um, they're in that book every minute, man. They get to the green. The it's it? like they're flipping it around, and they're in it. They have two of them. One's for the course, and then special one for the greens. And the caddy gets his out, and they're. Oh man, they're on that thing all day long. I got a Hillroy scribbler at home. Oh yeah, with with all Anderson's mapped out there. Yeah. (laughs) I got a question for you guys. Practice putt in the green before you hit the ball. Do I what? Do you practice swing before you hit the ball when you're putting? Like to get feel and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. You. Yeah. Yeah. Ben. I haven't taken a practice swing since 2005. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Stop, commit, and go. <laughs> yeah. I take one. Take one, yeah. It's my routine, one yeah. practice you? swing. I don't. I don't. I switched a couple of years ago and just up and commit and go. No, so, no, okay, no well, waggles, no strokes, just up, line it up and go. You put? Do you put a line down, like the line thing? No, or just ball in the green, pull ball your marker the green, up and go? Pull the marker up and go. Wow. Is that right? Yeah. See, now I'll, I'll try anything. Yeah. Obviously, I chip one handed. So. Yeah. I'm going to try that tomorrow. Yeah. I won't, uh, no practice yeah. swings, no nothing. Yeah. So I, I play fast, too fast. I'd like to slow down a little bit when I'm swinging, but, yeah. you know, when I get to a green, you want to read a putt, you want to take a little, little. Even like the, the long ones, eh? Like you just. Uh, well, yeah. Do you see the quote that DJ had? Uh, when was that? Um, actually, I think it was, uh, it was like the top 10 sound bites of DJ's career. And it was like someone asked him about playing quick, and it was basically. Well, two things can happen. You can hit a <laughs> yeah, good, good shot, shot or, or a bad, bad shot. shot. Yeah. Like, why are we wasting time getting to that point? Like, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah, you're either going to hit a good one or a bad one. Um, oh, yeah, now I'm excited. I'm going to try that. So will you watch the U.S. Open, Chris? Are you a golf fan? You'll... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watch I watch a lot of golf in the spring. Um, it gets harder as the yeah. season gets open, but I'll try and dive in a Sunday afternoon for a couple hours if I can. Yeah, nice. I get that freedom, but not much Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So you're playing this weekend in Mill River. I am. Um, you're going out with Mitchie and uh, who else from the court? Well, there's actually 
ton of people from yeah, the I country. I think there is a go. pretty solid field. I haven't seen the drive Yeah, I was talking yet. to Sean uh, Joyce this morning, actually. Sean and I usually, he's got that long drive from... If you're talking to him tomorrow, just say, listen, my boy Len needs a late tee off time on Saturday because he's coming okay. from town. Okay. And he, I've already talked to him, but I think, you know, even you might hammer that home for me. I'm going to say Len needs 645. Yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> such a dick. He's got, big, a he's dick. got big plans Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. He's got to get done real yeah. early. Yeah, Len's yeah. got a photo shoot uh, <laughs> yep, earlier than the fisherman. Yeah. Yeah. Christ. Uh, yeah. Anyway. But I think yeah. they have, uh, I think they have. S- 63 or 64, which is pretty strong. That's field. good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a bit about the norm this yeah. year. Yeah. Pro division? I don't think so. I, I actually, they, I they're, just, they're trying just to sign up Saturday tomorrow. night to <laughs> hang out up there with all the boys and just kind of shoot the shit and stuff like that. I should bring a recorder, but just uh, yeah, like I'm, I don't know. I, it's all new to me, right? So like I have never kind of gone to an overnight sort of tournament like that. So. I'm hoping it's like your first know. slumber party. <laughs> I'm gonna bring my PJs and, and your teddy bear. Yeah, did uh, you've obviously done like the Mill River thing or whatever? Do do people usually get after it a little bit on Saturday night, or does it all depend on Saturday's results? If, Kyle, th- if Kyle Frazier gets 1,500 pounds of lobster, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be a parody. Yeah, a few double rum. No, uh, uh, it, it depends. I mean, most guys just drive up, drive back. Uh, I think there's a few guys staying up. Um, the last time I played, I drove up, drove back both times. Yeah. Oh, did you really? I did. Yeah. Am- yeah. Are you playing the amateur there at Fox? They extended the sign up date there. We'll see. Uh, okay. We'll see okay. They, they did it just for him. Yeah. <laughs> actually, they said, uh, "Have you not decided yet?" Well, let's just extend it for a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, it'd be great to see a good field there, and then Fox. Fox will be uh, in prime condition. Uh, tournament condition. Twenty five Ren Drive is up for rent. Uh, Five hundred fifty dollars a night. <laughs> if anyone's interested. Speaking of good times on a Saturday night, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Let's yeah. get her going. You get five hundred fifty dollars is the uh, the nightly fee, and you get a fifty dollar gift card to the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> the greens at Fox are firming up right now. Yeah. How do you know that? I know. You know on good authority. <laughs> on personal authority. Since last, um, it rained heavy, and they were. Still, were that's solid. The, that's the beauty about the sand greens, right? Yeah, you soak them hard and they f- they firm up. Yeah. Well, they've they've been slower all year, like they've but on purpose, like you were saying, you know, yeah, like they're not concerned about yeah. it. Yeah, let it grow and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then it and you know, and he's another guy that I'm really enjoying the um, uh, our mindful super Paul. Like he's he's he he puts out these updates eh, once every couple of weeks, maybe even once a month. But it's like. We know this, he said we know the greens are a little bit slower, but they're gonna you know quicken up over time. Go like they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, just, you know. Just, yeah, he just setting the stage. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're so not yeah, wrong. He is. So yeah. another another question for you, Chris, um, regarding green speed, because there's a lot of people that don't know what a nine stimp is, a six stimp, or a fourteen, right? Yep. What is your preference? Uh, for my speed at my course, yeah. or just stint meters and speed in general? No, like, like if this it, can go two ways. Like so, <laughs> it's it's what you prefer as a player and what you prefer as a operator. Super, yeah. So as a player, I uh, don't care about the speed as long as they're consistent one through eighteen. Yep. Um, could care less if they're six or sixteen. Yeah. Um, you know, golfers have to adjust. You need to adjust your three for four hours. And sorry too, can you maybe explain what a stint meter is? Because there's some people that have no idea what that is. It's just it's a bar. It's <clears throat> a three foot bar that has a drilled or a milled spot in it where you roll the ball out 
and it goes a certain amount of feet on a measuring tape. Picture the ramp on a dinky car that just yeah. kind of goes down and out. Yeah. You get a true reading, you go, you know, three or four different ways, and, you know, you take the average of all the averages, and your, your ball rolls nine feet, the stimp is nine. Uh, most PGAs are, you know, probably stimping 12, 13. Um, but a stimp meter can either make or break a golf course, I find. Greens can get too fast on these older golf courses that were built, you know, 60, 70, yeah, or 100 years 100%. ago that only seen green speeds of six and now they're pushing them 10 11 and they can become unfair the same well i know i know us at, green, us at green yeah. gables like if you get a stimp anywhere near 10 it's a problem yeah like but. i hate if you're putting to a to a cup and if you lip out or miss and it could roll off the green that's an unfair condition of the golf course not a missed putt by the golfer um just a question on the the stimp meter do you always go to the same spot no, I don't barely ever use it. It sits in my window. <laughs> what? I don't barely use it. I use it about once or twice a year. Oh, okay. No, yeah, you're simply no, but I mean in, in typical in typical same spot. No, like you try and find a flatter spot of, of the golf course, but I'll go around if I go out, I'll hit three or four different greens because one of my golf courses is very unique because nine holes was built twenty one years ago and the other nine holes were built eight or nine years ago, right? right. Different variety, different grasses. Yep. Um, different moisture levels, like for me to balance those greens one through 18 is probably one of the bigger challenges. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah. Anyway, no, I was just kind of curious because I yep. see them doing it. I don't know much about it or anything. Yeah. But it, it's a benchmark to know, but as a golfer, I'd rather take my putter and putt, putt a few times. I love the spring of the year when people are like, oh, these are probably running a nine. And you're like, you have no idea. You have no idea what it yeah. is. Yeah. So... You haven't uh, had a flat putt or a flat putt yet. Yeah. Like and your, so it, your day can So go how long is it? How long is it? Three thing? feet. So it's three feet long. Yep. At what angle? Well, you put the ball on it and you lift, you lift, and lift, and eventually, when the ball starts to roll, that's the angle that it'll come off. Oh, okay. Make so the ball starts. Yeah. And you, and you raise. Okay, you raise, so it's really not that high, really, because it's going to start nope, rolling nope. pretty quickly. Okay, and then you know the 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 measurement is the amount of feet that it rolls off the. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So you can. Well, I learned something what because I, I saw area. it. And you yep. could have a two percent slope in that green, and the ball could roll eleven feet. One well, that's seven, what I, that's why I was asking other, right? about the um, yeah. like, how do you pick out a flat spot? Like, it, it's, it seems like it could be, or do you go to enough different greens that it's like? So you roll it one way, right? So I roll to you, yeah, right. So I take the middle ball, roll three balls, take the middle one, put a tee, and roll back to the next tee. So I go two ways this way, right? Yeah. Add the two of them together, divide. Then I'll go this way, both ways. Add them. That'll give you a truer stimp reading. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it's five minutes. You don't have five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone comes in saying before the round, that's cool. I, I didn't uh, know that's I'll get a green fee, half a cart, and uh, what's it stimping today out there? Yeah. Then you yeah. just say, uh, "Here's your refund." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, some some people will know and they want to know. And hello, your your round can go where you hit it. You know, nine times above the hole, nine times below the hole. Like yeah. you can be above the hole all day when you're golfing. You guys know that. Yeah. Greens were so fast today. Well, no, you're putting. Not at Fox Meadow. You don't want to be above the hole in Fox Meadow. I don't want to be above the hole anytime. No. I want to be in that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) With the pin out. Oh, my God. Yeah, 100%. With the pin out. Dreams. What are we going here? Like, hour 46? I guess we should wrap this this sucker up, should we? we Was there any other notes that you guys wanted to talk about? Did we do our picks? Oh, yeah, we did those. Yeah, we did our picks, man. Yeah, no. Was there any other notes that, uh, Ben, what do you... Uh, Just one last question for Chris. Um, What do you see happening here? You know, 
like we talked about, light at the end of the tunnel. The uh, season's kind of getting into full gear. What do you expect, uh, not only just at Country View, but across uh, our beautiful island? Across PEI, I think we'll see a little uptick in, in some travel and some golf travel. I think everybody uh, is eager to kind of move about, even myself. Uh, Big time. Booked. Uh, booked Where's your first destination? Uh, heading to Lawrencetown Beach. Surf, oh, surf, surf lessons at nice. the end of August. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Bishop my, going? My one and only kind of get The Dormy boy is going to meet you there and kind <laughs> yeah. of give you a couple of <laughs> couple of head covers. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think, you know, it's, you know, we're 70-some percent vaccinated now, and New Brunswick just made a big announcement uh, this afternoon that they're fully open here yep. now. Now or yep. next week. Or like Let her rip. Like tonight at midnight. No, no masks? Uh, I don't know about their mask mandate, but they're wide open to Canada. Oh, okay. One okay. More, Funny yeah. story. So I was at Staples today, picking up a little few supplies. Sure. And this lady. They sell Coors Light seltzers in Staples? They did. <laughs> I didn't think they did, but okay, maybe that was a special. I was looking for the safe, all the money I'm going to take out the boys tomorrow at the uh, Cavendish Beach Inner Club. But anyway, so I uh, was at Staples, and this lady comes barreling in with no mask. She said, oh, I thought I just listened to Dr. Morrison the other day. I thought we couldn't wear, we were good to have no mask on. Everyone else was like, what the heck is this one talking about? <laughs> Dr. Morrison, who lives in New Zealand? Yeah. Really? I like when they come in and they go, oh, I forgot my mask, and they put their arm up. Yeah. You're good. Did, 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 oh, I'm fine now. Yeah. What a world. That should work, though. Shouldn't it? I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. I've, I, At this I point, mask, I, don't even, I don't see something with it on. Well, yeah. Um, we, we, uh, by the time we do our next episode, though, Golf of Palooza will be. Yeah. will be. Are you playing in that, Chris? Probably not. I was going to say. Chris no. does not That's play 50 probably a long he, he, he's before <laughs> after being away in Mill I, River for third. I'd love to, but. He's <laughs> been uh, Golf of Palooza since May 5th. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, uh, when I get home from Mill River, I'll have to go right to bed because I'm playing 54 holes the next day. That's going to be a <laughs> yeah. fun day. Do you know what time starts? 7 30. shotgun. I've been in training. Yeah. When I've been in training. Yeah, okay. So I, I got a 12-pack of Coors Light <laughs> Seltzers here, yeah. and uh, I gave uh, one to Frid, so I'm in training. Yeah, I, I got a message from Ryan Garrett today. Okay. Uh, I actually messaged him about uh, a certain pairing. Cease and desist on a talking cer- about <laughs> PEI Finest Golf. A certain, a certain <laughs> pairing. Uh, no, actually, uh, Frid messaged uh, Garrett and said, am I allowed to play in this? Can- <laughs> Will you have me back? I just watched somebody get pulled off the course after nine holes. Um, Will will that happen to me if... uh... The live leaderboard update? No, what did he want? No, I messaged him about uh, a certain pairing just to make sure that uh, everything went smoothly. And he was wondering if the Island Green was going to do a little, uh, some audio from the course. I said, absolutely. We're going to bring a little podcaster with us and... uh, we're going to be 54 holes. I'm sure we'll have something to me- talk about. Jeez. That's 54 beer, Lynn. You won't be able to speak by the 55th or 54th hole. I That's my... I don't, I don't, thi- I don't, don't think... Ben, I don't ben and I did a good time there in Moncton, the old triangle. And the man yeah. has longevity? He's got some longevity. I like to hear that. Yeah, I, don't think we're get, yeah. I don't think we're getting it in, to tell you the truth. Somebody else was saying that. Oh, uh... Trevor Giggy was saying yeah. that. Uh, I don't think we'll fi- I don't think any team will finish. You, but why? So not the longest day of golf. It's twenty well, first. No, the like winter solstice or summer yeah, solstice, yeah, whatever. That's time. fine. But also, but the other thing is that the last eighteen holes are alternate shot. I mean, that's pretty damn quick golf. Two man alternate shot should be. <gasps> should be. Yeah. I mean, it can go sideways quick. I'm going to use my chrome soft yellow just in case. Just in case it gets a little bit dusky. Be like Mickelson versus uh, Woods. Len wants the Pro V and Benny wants the Chrome Soft. Yeah. And we're switching all day. Out. We're switching all day. I don't think so. That's a rules violation. <laughs> what, what course One ball rule. Dunderhave. I don't know the format. 
Dunderave. Uh, so Chat, Chapman at Broodmill. Better Ball. Yep. Or is it? Yeah. Better Ball, Chapman. Scramble. No, uh, no there's no scramble, I don't think. Unbelievable, this guy. Yeah, I am. I explained it to you last week. I know, but I thought we said that. Crowbush Scramble. Oh, okay. Chapman, Brudnell, alternate shot to Underave. No yeah, okay, ball. no better ball. No I better knew ball. one of the two main ones we'll was. Is Carrie that. picking us up? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> Carrie with she a sound, She sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to work on that. Uh, anyway, so, uh, right. yeah. You're, Golf you're a Monday, so. You're arranging tea times, were you? I had, a, I had a chat with him. Okay. You know what I like, too? <laughs> I like when someone wants to play with me, because I'm like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants some of this? <laughs> I love it. He's fired up. Uh, all right, boys. Listen, let's uh, wrap this up so that okay. I can uh, somehow get this. i got to be up early tomorrow. U.S. Open starts. What time's coverage start? Well, it's out west, so... Probably not till. Oh, okay, so we'll be all right. First tee time's not till seven a.m. at west, so that's going to be about eleven o'clock our time. Big thanks for Chris for coming on. I yeah. know he's got to start. Uh, he's got the alarm set for four hours time. I think <laughs> right around now. Still got to drive back out. To, to Every, everyone, get out. Support your local golf clubs, including beautiful Country View. And um, yeah, you know, enjoy it now because when the tourists get here, you're not going to get a tee time. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But no, that was great, man. Thanks very much for coming. Thank um, you. And uh, who else we got to thank? We got to thank... Uh, cool Bet. Cool Bet, as always. If you're going to go and do some betting on the U.S. Open, use the code GREEN100, and they're going to throw you double your wager, your bet. I threw some more money in there yesterday. Bet my Tampa Bay Lightning. Booyah! I got a message from someone tonight about them going on and trying to bet from Mr. Tim York. Now, he doesn't strike me as the kind. So Who's betting on t- Tim York? No, he was asking me about cool bet. So well, maybe he's getting on there. Hey, Tim, why don't you uh, figure out how to use caps lock with your freaking text message before you start worried about cool bet? <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, have a good weekend yeah. and good luck to everybody at the Mill River, uh, including uh, Chris and myself. Let's go do it. And the uh, Curry Boys looking for a. Double, An- another double, double. Oh, yeah, B2B God I hope I'm in the first division again <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, we will uh, we will talk to you guys next week see you alright thanks Bye.